Play us in, Jim. What was that, John? Oh my god. I was staring at Boss and he liked it. And welcome to the After Improv Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Gusty, here as always with the Wizard, the Warrior, and the Maiden True, uh, the handsome Jim Harper, John Yar, and Heather Anonymous. Boss is here. He's panting a little bit because he's scared of thunder and I think it might rain. Uh, you might hear a lot more coughing in this episode because John and I are sick. And, Who got uh, me Heather, sick, Tony? Probably me. Well, you shouldn't have kissed me like that, John. You oh. shouldn't have laid on my back and cradled me lovingly. That, that part is actually true. That happened in a class where I was secret service for John. And I provide a lecture service, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you don't, that was a sexual innuendo. Hey, now. All right. Heather, what were you going to say? Oh, I thought I got you guys sick. You did. Okay, well. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Heather has purple hair, by the way, everybody. My hair is purple. Yeah. You've Which been to- My Little Pony are you? Rarity. That's really, that sounds more like one of the, like, that would sound like a woman prince would date. May he rest in peace. It sounds like a Pokemon. Anyway, guys, our guest tonight. (laughs) 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 He's like, what what is this? Our guest tonight is very well known. Well, he's well known and he's not well known. He's sort of a mysterious figure, I would say. His voice is well known. Yeah, his voice is well known. Mm -hmm. He's the eye in the sky at Go Comedy. Don't build me up. Yeah, the... (laughs) The, I don't know what rhymes with booth. I want to say bluth if you like the bluth and the spoof. booth. Yeah, the spoof and the booth. They'll turn the lights out. Aren't yeah. You? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow, these are these are all terrible. But anyway, he's the head stage manager. I guess is that the right title for sure. you? Or what other? Like, do you have an official title at Go? Head chef. Head chef. That's not a joke. Is that really not a joke? No. Okay. And, I'll, I'll explain it. Later. Okay. Good. And uh, part of the eponymous duo, the brothers Jake Oaks. Yep. You'll see him on stage and performing and uh, running things and kind of like popping in here and there during many a show. Yep. And uh, we're very fortunate and glad to have him. Pete Jacobs, everybody. Yay! Now, do you prefer Peter or Pete? They are both my name. Okay. But most people call you Pete? It varies. Okay. I've never had a nickname, though. It's oh really? Just Pete or Peter? No, work on that for you. Yeah, nah, it's, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Somebody in high school called me Popo for like a month, and it didn't stick because he wanted to be a cop. No, I'm. Was that before the popular uh, for the popular usage of Popo I, for the police? I think I used it because a cop showed up at a party we were at, and then somebody thought it was funny that it started with the same letter. Oh, okay. It's a really good story. What's your middle name? Edmund. So okay. I was going to say, like, you know, your brother is known as PJ. Yes. And Those are also my initials. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I knew that. That was a joke. But it was a joke, but I kind of, I just took me to the process. For some reason, I always thought, because your brother goes by, is his middle name Jay? Beginning no, he's a junior. It's Paul Jr. Oh, okay. Because they were like, PJ is like, oh, so he's, you know, Paul Jr. J- Paul Jacobs, Jacobs. But really, it's Paul Jacobs Jr. Yeah. Okay. How many Jacobs brothers are there? There are two of us and one sister. Oh, okay. Someone told me there were like five Jacobs brothers. Nope. Wow. All right. Well, that, that really, seriously. <laughs> or, or, I'm at, or I have a lot of conversations <laughs> I have to have with my mom. Yeah. So seriously, someone told me there were like five Jacobs brothers. I nope. think I was there that day. Yeah. That's bizarre. Wow. <laughs> anyway, we're learning all kinds of things on this. Anyway, how long have you been doing improv, Pete? 17 years. Wow. Uh, this past month was 17 years. And how did you get your start? Uh, I did theater in high school and 
my... Where'd you go to high school? Uh, U of D Jesuit High School and Academy, established in 1887. Wow. They train you to say that. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, actually. Uh, so I went to high school and uh, did theater, and then, because I didn't want to play baseball anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and couldn't... That's a normal career choice. I think. Yeah. Nolan they, Ryan did the same thing. Absolutely. I think, yeah. I stopped playing baseball because it wasn't fun, and my knees didn't like me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing theater. Uh, so not was, until high school, or you been uh, doing? When I was twelve, I went to my first theater camp. You had bad knees when you were twelve. I well, no, uh, in high school because oh. mm-hmm. I, I I was a catcher in baseball, uh, and I did that from like when I was five to when I was eighteen. Oh yeah, that would. Um, How old are you? I'm thirty five. Oh, okay, so they didn't have those knee sabers back then. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I stopped playing baseball and then in high school, and then I was doing theater in high school, and then uh, PJ, my brother. Um, Is he older? He's older. He's okay. three and a half years old. Okay. Um, he was in a band, and he took improv classes randomly to get better at stage presence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of bands do that. Tons. Axl Rose did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Axl Rose's object work is on point. I mean, it's amazing. Um, but then, so he he was taking classes and he said it was a lot of fun and that I should give it a shot. So I graduated May of beginning of May of '99 and then took my first improv class the end of May of '99. Oh, okay. And where at? Uh, Second City, Detroit. Okay. When you did theater, you know, and then improv, was that something you took to like naturally, immediately, like this is it, or was it just like this is something to do other than sports? I think uh, the my the when I did the theater camp, um, at what the f is the name of that theater in Northville? Tipping Point? No, uh, it's a ki- it's a kids theater. It's right on Main Street. Um, it's right across from like Genetti's. Jamboree. Sure, it was the yeah. Jamboree Theater. Oh, um, the good old Jamboree. But like that was when I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of fun, and I want to do this forever. And then I did theater in high school for survival. Um, survival? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've always been shy. Okay. Um, and m- the majority of people I went to middle school with uh, went to CC. Oh, okay. And I went to U of D. Uh, Catholic Central for the uninitiated. Uh, yeah, the... Fighting shamrock. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, is it the shamrocks? It might be. Might, I think they might be the, the yeah. shamrocks. Cool. Hey, look at me remembering stuff. I know. But uh, when I got to high school, I didn't have any friends. And the theater, it was an extracurricular. It wasn't even a department. Uh, PJ had been a part of that briefly. Mm. Um, and so I like ran to them. Because I was like, I've met some of you before. Because of my older brother, please take me in so I have people to talk to. <laughs> now, were you, were you guys in high school at the same time? No. he. My freshman year was his first year in college. Oh, okay. Because I did the double preschool thing, so I was always the older kid mm. in school. So there was an extra year be- between us. I see. I see. Now, were you and your brother close growing up, or and your sister? Did he, your sister do improv, by the way? No, she's okay. she's she's <laughs> got, like no. She's got a real person job and like makes money and. <laughs> Can support her kids and has like a doctorate and <laughs> wow. multiple degrees. And is she older or younger? She's the youngest. Okay. Oh. Um, is she like a teacher? Or like- she uh, works for Wayne State. She teaches German. She ha- Her doctorate is in, oh, I'm going to screw this up. Uh, it's basically like fairy tales and German. Oh, okay. German fairy tales are the meanest. They are. They're so brutal. Now, so did you grow up in... Because it's interesting that you and your brother both went into improv. Yeah. I mean, there are some siblings you see in improv, but not very many and not 
any that I can think of that perform together as much as... Well, no, uh, Mike and Sean. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, you actually perform like in the Roscoe, but you also like perform as a troupe. Like, yeah. Mike and Sean don't do that. Yeah. You know, well, like, oh. Mike, Sean, PJ, and I used to have a group together. Oh, okay. Um, we, was it called, <laughs> we called it like Bruder or something, which Bruder. means brother in German. We thought okay. we were cute. And did you grow up like in a creative family, like, or uh, your parents into the arts and things like that? Ish. Um, well, my, my dad's, well, he's a retired referee for the front of the court. And uh, my mom. What does that mean? Uh, like, uh, like, an, like, it's an appointed position. So, like, mm-hmm. there's the judge, and yeah. then they appoint referees. Okay. And so it's like a like judge light. Okay. Are um, they actually called referees? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Does he get yeah. a whistle? No. Mm. Um, he's, but like, he gets, he's like a striper. Yeah, he gets a striper. <laughs> it's like a footlocker, um, you know. But like for the most part, he just dealt with like uh, child support and uh, alimony cases, um, and like m- most. Most nights at dinner were whatever the most ridiculous story of the day was. We got to hear it. Um, and then my my mom's a journalist. Oh. Uh, or not a journalist. She's a freelance writer. She oh. she started in journalism. <laughs> oh. She got a degree in journalism. Um, but she owns her own... Uh, uh, PR, media, a PR company? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ish. Oh, okay. Um, she does a lot of work with Ford. She does a lot of work uh, kind of all over the place. Mm-mm. But yeah, like they were very big into making sure that we were we like saw lots of art. Um, we went to the DSO a bunch. We went, I uh, saw the DSO a bunch. Uh, anything at the Masonic Temple, we would go see. Mm. Did your mom go to Wayne State by chance? She went to U of M. Oh, okay. My mom and dad both went to U of M. They met there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know if you know, I actually have a journalism degree as well. This I know. I've mm. been binging you guys. Okay, sweet. Mm. Sweet. So, yeah, I mean, you just have to listen to one episode and I'll mention it. This is the represent. <laughs> Especially yeah. the, uh, the Andy Reid one. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a, that and Aaron Mondry. They're, you yeah. know, there's. I told, I told Andy I was going to, I was about to listen to his episode and he's like, don't. I just nerd out on journalism for like an <laughs> hour. It's not worth I it. I like that, though. I mean,. I don't care what anybody thinks. I, people told me they like that episode, so yeah, I like the chance to learn. Which about it. people? Yeah, <laughs> journalist Andy Reid's mom loved it, guys. Aww. I yeah. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Andy Reid's mom. Um, so, <laughs> did you go into college after high school? I uh, <laughs> uh, I got accepted at Fordham. Okay, um, and then unaccepted. Okay, because um, the college counselor at my high school hated me. What? Um, we didn't get along. He yeah, was a, he was a priest. He was a bastard. Yeah. Um, you want to shout him out? Nah. Okay. Not worth it. Yeah. Um, but he like sent some letter to Fordham and got me unaccepted or whatever. Like, what did he say? I have no idea. I didn't. I just wow. know he sent the letter. That is um, super vindictive. Yeah, he was a prick. Um, were you a troublemaker at all in high school, class clown? I mean, no. you, said you were shy, so no. Um. I was the, in my school, I was the weird one because I did sports and theater and mm-hmm. no one could wrap their brain around that. That is unusual, I would say. Um, That's like being strong and sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I also. <laughs> um, He's holding a barbell above his head right now. Yeah. He, he while said, I while caressing a kid. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah, so uh, it was like the middle of summer and I didn't have anywhere to go to college. So I went to like one of those, if you show up, you get accepted days at Western. Oh, okay. Which listening to you guys, I discovered that me and uh, Lolly went to Western at the same time. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, but I went, to, Lally, yeah. I went for one year um, and commuted back to Detroit every weekend so I could keep taking Second City classes mm. and uh, hated it. Hated the classes? Hated Western. Oh, okay. And so I dropped out of Western and I got into Wayne State and I went to Wayne State for a year or two years. 
And what then, were you studying at Western? Do you have anything in mind? Like? Western, uh, I was too late to try to get into the theater program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just said my major was film, and I spent a semester, or spent a year watching a bunch of horror movies. Um, and then by the time I was going to Wayne State, I changed it over to English. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I wanted to I wanted to major in creative writing, but Wayne State doesn't have a creative writing program. Mm. Uh, and so I went to the English department to be like, hey, let's figure out a way to have, for me to have a creative writing program. And they were like, you, there are three creative writing classes. Just take those over and over and over again and then take everything else and you'll get an English degree with a focus on creative writing. Really? And then uh, I was like, no. And then <laughs> they were like, tough. And then we both agreed it would be better if we walked away from each other. <laughs> and so I dropped out of college. Wow. When you chose that as a major, like filming all this stuff, was that kind of your initial goal to be like, I want to be a filmmaker? Or Ish. Like a uh, I just wanted to keep doing creative art type stuff that involved mm-hmm. acting. Um, yeah. And film at, Wayne's, or at Western was the only avenue i could pursue and then when i by the time i was at wayne state i was so involved at second city that i loved writing so much so i changed it to english so that i could get better at writing Mm -hmm. so after you dropped out what did you end up doing i did you focus sorry did you like focus more on improv yeah all i did yeah Yeah. um i I, I was just talking uh to rj cash about this last night shout out rj shout out um me now if I met me when I first started taking classes, I would have ha- literally hated everything about me. Mm-mm. I was the biggest like improv nerd. I took <laughs> all of the classes. I went to every single show ever. I spent most of my weekends watching the main stage show at Second City. Yeah. I know Margaret hated me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, like, why do you say that? Just because? Oh, I was annoying. Like as a fanboy. Like, oh God, yeah. yeah. The Second City did a, an improv festival, only one, and it was like just local groups and like one or two groups from Chicago, and they brought some alumni back in hopes of like boosting ticket sales and i bought every panel discussion every workshop and the producer joe pulled me aside and was like there's one panel discussion you can't go to and i was like why not i want to go come on he's like it's about women in improv stop it and i still snuck in and watched the whole thing <laughs> so yeah i would have just driven myself nuts um so it sounds like you're very much a student of improv yeah did you read like all the books and stuff or i read most is there any particular one that you're like ah this is like no Comic Toolbox was good. Um, the what toolbox? The comic. Comic Toolbox, okay. Yeah. Um, that's the one that sticks with me. Uh, John Stone's book I wanted to th- burn. Um, oh, uh, Keith really? Impro? John's Impro. Like, you part, didn't like it? Part of it was good, and then when it got, if the further in I got, I was the, like, the mask work. The mask work, which I, I get, but I was like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Keith Johnstone. He <laughs> 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 suck. Yeah. yeah. You suck, dude. Uh, I'm sure he's nice. I haven't met him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I, t- I took, because uh, the only thing that was available when I started was one through five. There was no beginning program. Um, and then when I got done with five, they brought the sketch program to, the, the, to Detroit. Yeah. So I was in the first class to go through the sketch program. And when the sketch program was done, I was bored. And so I jumped back into classes at level three and uh, was in the same class, uh, jumped into the class that uh, Tara race and Tim Robinson were in Oh, okay. and then finished that. And I'm sure if I could have found other classes, I would have taken them at mm. the time. Um, so you're the kind of person that likes to be 
in school? No, I just no? wanted You just improv. wanted the, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cuz I will say there are people and you know they freely admit especially in the improv community that They'll just always take a class, yeah. even after they've gone through everything. Yeah. Was it because there weren't enough places to perform at that time? Or yeah, I mean, the ant really hadn't gotten off its as a for improv hadn't really gotten off its feet yet. I think I was it was somewhere in there that they started doing the Wednesday nights that then moved to Monday. If I wasn't at the first one, it was like one of the first few. Mm-hmm. So then Josh Funk. Uh, was doing that program at the Ant that was like, if you pay in, you'll write a show. They'll yes. put it up and mm-hmm, you can possibly mm-hmm. make money back. And PJ was in Sardines, which was the first one. And then the second one was 555. And that was like Nancy and Davies and uh, Alana and Denise and Patty and Keith Ray. They did another one that PJ did. And then I, the first one I did was they cast it and you didn't have to pay money anymore. Oh, okay. Um, and that was Jim. Yeah, the show was called Jim. Uh, Davies directed it. Mm-hmm. Jim. Yeah. It I've was all about, after, it was all about you. I've seen Based after before. young Jim Harper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the Jim Harper Jim story. Is a, yeah. Jim is a former child star. People don't know that. Um, but yeah, so that was the first show I did at the Ant. Um, and then they formed the home team. So it was Nancy, Margaret, Josh. And then they formed the home team with like Davies and Keith Ray and Alana and Denise and Patty. Um, and Hanlon. And then that was the original home team. And then once that was established, I think I successfully nagged my way into becoming the first new home team member. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's like a, I don't know, fun fact. I hate the word fun fact, but uh, a but little known fact. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, no, I don't. You just have to say it goofier. The fun fact, everybody. There you go. Uh, Pete is actually a member of the Planet and Home Team. I, I am. Probably a lot of people don't know that. Uh, Which is sad. I hate that. Well, it is interesting because why is it that you don't? I mean, I've seen you perform with them. Uh, um, like it's it's time. Yeah. Um, well, because when we when I first I was going I went to Monday night regular from when did I get home team? I think I got home team in two thousand one, maybe the end of two thousand. Okay. Um, so that was how many years after you started doing two. improv? Okay. Um, wow, that's pretty fast. Yeah, I would guest with them fairly regularly mm-hmm. and i think funk had already left town i played a set and then we went to the brothers afterwards and margaret nancy and elaine uh smith or hendrix well it was hendrix now smith okay um, i'm fucking that up sorry elaine shout All out right. elaine shout out elaine um, whatever your last name is like pulled me aside and <laughs> asked me to join the home team and it was because of a scene that nancy and i did with two other people that we were an old Jewish couple mm-hmm. and just bickered and annoyed everybody. And that was apparently what stuck out. So I got to, to join the home team. And then, mm-hmm. um, so when you say you nag your way onto the home team, where you always like, put me on. Or I've like, been poor forever. Yeah. And I would always don't anyone ever do this ever. I would always show up and be like, I don't have any money. Can I play tonight? Uh-huh. So I could still see the show. And that worked like four or five times. And then I think Margaret or Elaine, Elaine was like, don't ever fucking do this again. I was like, okay. And then that night I got added to the whole team. <laughs> wow. And you uh, never did it again. I never. Yeah. I never did again. You were um, never hungry again. And then I became a stage manager because Elaine wanted a night off mm-hmm. and needed somebody to cover the booth. And so I was like, all right. And so I became uh, when Elaine left. I was the stage man, the home team stage manager for like seven years. And I think 
every year I probably missed two Mondays. Oh, wow. Okay. Tops. And it was always like for family stuff. And sometimes mm-hmm. I try to get out of family stuff because I'm like, I'm not missing the ant. Fuck that. Yeah, that, um, that seems to be a common theme of people that have done improv around here for more than 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My my family life is, is a wreck because of improv. <laughs> uh, get out now. So have you ever been confronted by your family? They're like, because a couple other people have talked no. about that. They're like, no. come on. You know. Um, Can you name an event, like a significant oh. event that you missed that in retrospect, you're like, why did I do that? Nothing that I could, like, birth of a niece or nephew. Nothing. Or? No, I I made it to all of those. Okay. Um. Nothing I regret. I think I've I've missed like I'll leave the early from birthday parties or stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Too. yeah. So it's nothing. It's not like uh, I didn't like miss weddings or funerals yeah. or, or anything like that. It's like, hey, hope the bypass goes good. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> keep, I'm out of here. Keep kicking. I'll they got see them open, it. right? Yeah. You're gonna be right here tomorrow, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And like during all of that too, I was working for Second City. I was a understudy for the tour co and the main stage as an actor from about the same time I got cast at the ant. Hmm. And then I took over stage managing the tour co for a while. So I was essentially understudying the actors of both tour co and main stage stage managing tour co and was the understudy for the main stage stage manager mm-hmm. while still doing the ant. And then when, and that's when I met my wife at second city. Okay. Um, and then, was she? She was in the cast. She's or? yeah. She's an actor. She was. Uh, she's main stage alumni. Okay. Um, and I, you want to shout her out, Susie? Uh, <laughs> shout out! Uh, I straight up stole her from another man. Oh really? Yeah. It's a yeah. wonder. You know, it's a, ro- it's a romance <laughs> story as old as time. Uh, yeah. the, I was dating a girl, and she and Susie were best friends. And then uh, I went to Susie's first wedding. <laughs> uh, somewhere floating or in the ether there's a photo of her and i dancing at her first wedding that's awesome um and then were you good friends at this point yeah or? okay yeah um and then i broke up with the girlfriend um and then i was understudying main stage so often because people people were kind of jumping ship at that point because it was looking like it was the last days of Nova. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, uh, Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Yeah, she was the last main st- in the last main stage cast downtown. Okay, not in Nova. Yeah, and then uh, so her her marriage was falling apart, and then we started dating. <laughs> now, was her uh, first husband also an improviser? No, he okay. was a dick bag. Yeah, yeah. Man, we're not going to talk about guy. him because okay. he's a prick. Okay, I, th- this is so off topic. No, uh, no, there's, there's no such thing. So. This is, I think, my favorite story about that time with her was that uh, she was downtown and her and Nancy are having dinner and Susie's going on and on about all these troubles she's having at home with the prick. And Nancy was like, what more do you need to have happen for you to know that you need to divorce him? Do you need like a sign from God? And then the blackout of 2003 happened. Oh, really? <laughs> like on the word. It just went uh, so she's the cause of that. Yeah. She was the cause of the black. Someone needed a someone needed a reason. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Nancy um, just pulled a fuse. And yeah, like, Nancy is God. Yeah. actually. But yeah, so then we start we started dating, um, and then Second City Detroit closed, and then the Inferno showed up while I was still doing the Ant, and then 
I didn't audition for the Inferno because I was like, I'm not going to Ann Arbor. That's dumb. Um, Were you living in Ferndale still or where? Where at this? I think I had just left Ferndale to move back in with my folks. Do they live in the area? They live in Farmington Hills. Okay. Um, I was born in Detroit and then raised in Farmington Hills. Okay. But everybody started going to the Inferno because it was the ant in the Inferno and that was all that was available for a chunk of time. Um, And so I started sort of working at the Inferno and we did a bunch of shows there. What was it like in those days? Because we don't talk to many people that... Uh... The Inferno, was for me, was basically college. There was so much drunk. Yeah, that's what we've heard. Uh, oh, oh, my man. God. Uh, Last week, uh, Travis talked about meeting you for the first time. After yeah. Somebody uh, jumped on your back. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, if someone says, references a story that involves the Inferno and me, I immediately cringe because he was like, that's the first time we saw Pete. And I went, oh no, what did I do? Yeah. In this particular story, I think you were trying to- Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember what it was. Oh, okay. uh, I was doing, we were doing a set and I laid down to do something and this guy jumped up, not just jumped, but like jumped up, brought his knees up and then yeah. slammed down into my lower back Ugh. and then twisted his feet. Um, and then I did three scenes lying on the ground cause I couldn't move. Mm. And then I was tired of being in scenes. So I just rolled off until I fell off the stage. And then I think someone like dragged my feet over to the chair so I could like get up and sit down. And then more than likely McGettigan and I just got bat shit wasted. Yeah. That's what, uh, Travis uh, said. Actually, uh, did you do anything to that guy? Like what? No, I d- disliked him, mm-hmm. but I didn't do anything to him. Actually, Last year, two years ago, I get a phone call out of the blue from uh, Bobby, uh, Bob Wick. Shout mm-hmm. out, Bob Wick. Uh, Shout out, Bob. He was in Chicago for some reason. I get a call. It's like two in the morning, our time, and he's wasted. He was like, What is the name of that guy that's John on your back? I was like, What are you talking about? He goes, Remember for the Inferno. I was like, From like 10 years ago, dude? Yeah, it was, was it fucking Jeff Murdoch? Was it Jeff Murdoch? Shout out Jeff Murdoch. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, it's not Jeff Murdoch. We like Jeff. M- what are you doing? I'm at a bar and Jeff Murdoch's the other end of it. <laughs> he was the guy that jumped. I'm like, oh, kick his ass. I'm like, you are in a different city <laughs> and about to pick a fight that you think might be because of something that happened. Just have another beer and go to a different bar. He was so upset. Like, I've already forgotten about it, dude. Who gives a shit? And now Jeff Murdoch is dead. No, Jeff's still alive. Yeah, no. we, we love Jeff. Of a mysterious spinal injury. Yeah. Mm. Like, stand down, Bob. Stand yeah. down. Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson are in town now. Mm-hmm. Um, They're uh, shooting Detroiters. The Detroiters, yeah. yeah. And Friday night, they showed up at Go at like one, like as I was like, you know what? I'm going home. Mm-hmm. They walked in the bar and I was like, oh. <laughs> I so you're happy to, to see them. I wanted to go home, yeah. but I haven't I haven't seen them since last year at Diff. So mm-hmm. like we hung out and had a couple of drinks, but like Sam and I were talking about the Inferno because some show came up about the Inferno, and then Sam and I just went on a rant about all of the incredibly stupid things we did getting drunk <laughs> at the Inferno. Timmy didn't know any of it. He has like he would just do the eye candy show and then go do his own thing elsewhere. Um, and Sam and I were there all the time, and yeah. so like there were. So he never hung out. He would hang out on Sunday, yeah. and he'd usually get wasted and then just sleep on Peacock's couch because mm-hmm. uh, Adam lived in Ann Arbor. But like, we'd all get stupid wasted, and then Izzo would like get free give give us free drinks during shows, and then we he was the owner. Dan, Dan, Dan Izzo is the yeah. owner. Yeah, shout yeah, out Dan right. Izzo. Mm-hmm. Um, you might break the Travis Joe shout out record by the way. That's the intention. Okay, they did like one sketch show at the Inferno um, before it got shut down. 
Why did it close exactly? The old man who owned the building died. And his son thought he could make more money with a fondue restaurant <laughs> than he could with an improv theater. Uh, mm. And he made up some bullshit about how they owed money or back rent or something. And was like, pay us this amount of money or you're gone. Yeah. And they didn't have it, so they shut down. But that, at that point, as I started teaching in either 2001 or 2002, you want to hear that funny story? Yes. Uh, so I finished the sketch program. I finished with Tim who funny, funny story about tangent on a tangent uh first time i ever met tim robinson i hated his fucking guts <laughs> i saw him do his level c show it was their first show and he did some bit in hitchhiker and i was like fuck that guy that's the like it was like a hansen's window commercial or something okay. as his character I was oh, like, I that's see. the dumbest fucking thing i ever saw wow and then he almost ended up standing up in my wedding so like we're pals now but the first time i saw him i was like fuck that guy well um, you th- thought it was hacky or? oh god i thought yeah. it was so hacky yeah um, now he has a whole tv show okay, about tv show. yeah um <laughs> it's about com- <laughs> i didn't think of that that's awesome um but yeah i i just just oh god i couldn't stand him and then like i think a month after i met him i was like you're my best friend but i finished uh classes and i was coming out of rehearsal for turco i think and do you mind not pounding the chair <laughs> uh, I came out of a rehearsal and Rich, yeah. Rich Goteri, uh shout out Rich, uh, who's now has Goteri Arts, who brought comedy sports oh, okay. to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, was the head of the training center, and he was also my level five instructor, and we hated each other. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. Theme. Oh, I was. A, I told you, I was a prick. Yeah. Uh, Do you hate me? No, what? You yeah, hate no, me? not at okay, all. Good. I don't hate anybody. Okay. Uh, I'm easily annoyed. I don't okay. hate anybody. Like in my level five, Rich had us rewrite his sketch, and I was on one. Have you guys been to the city theater? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so I was essentially standing extreme stage right, like mm-hmm. as far away from the booth as possible, and the mm-hmm. booth is in the opposite side of the building in okay. the corner. And Rich was in the in the booth, and I was on the stage, and we were having a screaming fight because I did an edit on a script that he asked for and then said he didn't ask for it. And so we were just screaming at each other. Um, so anyways, I come out of the theater after rehearsal. I, he's like, hey, what are you working on? He's like, oh, I'm working on the schedule for the next term of classes. And like he had benched a couple teachers, and a bunch of people wanted time off. And he's like, and I really don't know who I'm going to have teach this this sketch one class. And I was like, well, I completed the program. I'll do it if there's a syllabus. Yeah. Uh, and his response was, you know, you were a snotty know-it-all little prick when you were in my in class with me, right? And I was like, yeah. And you know that you were a shitty old man, right? And he was like, yeah. And then we've been friends ever since. Oh, and that's wow. how I became a teacher. <laughs> Um, so wait, he would bench teachers? Oh yeah, everybody gets like yeah. I mean, Go does that. Aunt really? Does that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so what, what happens? Like a teacher gets bad reviews and they're like, take a seat? Uh, if a teacher gets enough complaints, like they go off syllabus too much or like think they know more than what they're supposed to, like if they, they know better than the program. Yeah. Um, but how do you know that? Because most students won't know. It's uh, it like teacher reviews. Oh, okay. Because uh, like students will like go in seconds. I don't know if, I don't know if the aunt does it now. They um, ask for comments. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah. like we send out like a whole form of like, you know, do you have any comments? And, and if enough people complain or if you get enough complaint, enough of the same complaint a couple of times in a row, then you I just see. get benched. It's like some people would get benched because they'd like cuss out a student mm. and not do it in a way that 
you can get away with it. Um, like you have to, you can swear, but you have to be like, "Hey, you're a fucking asshole." Yeah, you know, yeah. Right? Like fuck you and everything that you stand for, yeah. and get that go the go the fuck to hell. Yeah, but don't but, raise your voice. But you're doing great, yeah. pal. Uh-huh. But keep it up. Don't forget to sign up. Yeah, next class. <laughs> we need the money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I taught to the end of Second City in Detroit, and then I got brought on to teach at Second City Novi. Because I had been coaching a group that Bobby was doing, and nobody liked his class. <laughs> Everybody hated teaching his class, especially like, uh, especially women teachers. Like, <laughs> so classes get reputations. Like oh that. yeah, that's interesting. Um, like I think Tara Race had them before me maybe cut this out i don't know but she did not like them at all okay uh, i'll ask bob about it okay i've probably told him yeah. uh and so like pj was the head of the training center at that point in novi and i got brought in because i had already coached them and they figured i could handle them yeah um could you so what yeah. were they just like, oh yeah were they just like oh too sexual or inappropriate no it or? wasn't i like they just were pig-headed idiots mm-hmm. who thought they knew everything mm-hmm. um and some of the guys in that group were just awful people um like bob like bob mm-hmm. is the worst person you will ever <laughs> well, meet i mean um, you can listen to this episode <laughs> shout out to bob shout out to bob who understands irony yeah that's what i hear uh which is good because he doesn't know a lot of words yeah <laughs> it never stops love you bob <laughs> uh so i got i got brought in and it was supposed to be like a one-term thing i was going to do their level four and level five and direct their show their written show and then i would be done uh was what the producer told me and then she went on maternity leave and while she was gone, they hired me on as a teacher. Hmm. Um, and so then I taught at Novi until it closed. So that's not true. Wait, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I got fired. Oh, yeah, I got fired. Yeah. Uh, what the hell happened? Oh, so they shut down doing the original shows in Novi. Um, they went to Best Of. They went to Best Of's. And I, be, I stage managed like 90% of the best ofs that we did. And like if a tour co came in and they had a stage manager, they would stage manage it. But a bunch of the touring shows that came in, I stage managed. Yeah. And I was teaching through that. And then as everything was crumbling down around us, I was running the training center basically at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to teach a class on a Saturday and I got real sick, like pukey, can't get out of bed sick. Oh, yeah. I'll get fired for that. Yeah. Uh, well, what happened, what, what happened was, um, <laughs> Shout out to Fresh Prince. Shout out to Fresh Prince. Is that where that's from? I mean, that he popularized he, it. Okay, because yeah, that, I, that had it precedes him, but that's what really became popular. Okay, uh, I do that a lot. I'll like say something and be like, "Oh yeah, that's from that." I'm like, oh really? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, it, well, it's funny because I hear a lot of people say what happened was, and yeah. like most people like don't even get that reference when yeah. you hear people say it. But I'm like, um, it always makes me laugh. Oh, I did. I was helping uh, PJ tear down his garage the other day, and I said something, and then it bothered me all day because I couldn't remember where I'd heard that, and I found out it was from Armageddon. I was like disappointed in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, I quoted Armageddon. Uh, Damn it! Well, did you did you quote Bruce Willis or Ben Affleck? What's, uh, the what's his name? The his, his toady friend, the older dude uh, who's in every oh, uh, Mister Pink. No, not Buscemi. No. Um, he's an older dude. He was in Gone in sixty seconds as oh. Nicholas Cage's buddy who took care of his brother. He was like Bruce Willis's best friend in the oh, movie. Whatever. God. We are spending too much time on Armageddon. Yeah. So, anyways, no. I had to cancel a class. A day of and yeah. I sent out an email to everybody with like four four or five hours notice yeah and I found out after the fact a guy from Ohio had driven in and didn't get the email 
and drove all the way into Novi to find out that I didn't hate, didn't have class. <laughs> and I don't, I'm laughing, but uh, eh, it's funny now. Yeah. God, God love her. She fired me because everything was falling apart and everybody was pretty much blaming her. But Lisa fired me because of this one incident. Oh, really? That's yeah. kind of shitty. Um, and it was like, at the time it sucked, but I was like, ah, fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was the case. I mean, Hobich would have been fired for Plan A like a hundred times. He, oh, sure. he emails us on the day of all the time. It's like, it's snowing, no class. <laughs> so I don't think that's a fireable offense, by the way. Well, no, I think it was just because the guy was so inconvenienced and he was so upset. And I also yeah. think it was because and she took a lot of heat for the end of Novi. And it, none of it was her fault. Yeah. So then that shut down. I got dumped from there. So how then, did you feel getting fired? We were like, fuck I this. I was or? super upset, like heartbroken upset. Yeah. Um, Had you ever been fired from a job before? Yeah. Lisa fired me from Second City, Detroit. <laughs> 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 Wait, why did you get fired from Second City, Detroit? Well, I worked box office yeah. as a day job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would like usher at night because again, I was a super nerd. Yeah. And... I was late all the time. I was like 19. So I was late all the goddamn time. I'm better, a little bit better today. Yeah. And it was just unacceptable. And it was like a three strike rule. And then she fired me and I was like, no, don't. She's like, I have to, I'm really sorry. But then I got understudy at Turco. So I was still there every day and then they needed help ushering and she brought me back in. So when second city Detroit closed proper, I got fired from understudy at Turco, understudy at main stage, understudy at stage, main stage, stage manager, Turco stage manager, box office attendant, usher, and teacher did she list off all the titles when she fired you no she was just like you're done (laughs) she ripped off every name badge she did yeah i had a name badge for everyone you had like a military jacket with all the stripes yeah (laughs) but yeah so when novi shut down or when i got dumped from novi and like it died like the end of 08 yeah um how did you like the time in novi compared to detroit I liked Detroit better only because that's where I got started. Yeah. And Novi was kind of a shell of what Detroit was. Yeah. It wasn't awful. The guy who owned, who bought the franchise just didn't know what the hell he was doing and like put a nightclub next to the theater and didn't know what soundproofing was. Yeah. And like, I heard about this. We'd have to like ask, politely ask DJs to not blow their music until, blow their music, blow up their music until like, <laughs> 10 o'clock so that even though you could still hear the bass, it wouldn't be so distracting that people could hear the show and like, yeah. and you couldn't make fun of Detroit cause you're in fucking Nova. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I mean, that's how I met Bob. That's how I met a lot of people. That's how I met Joe and Travis and Peterson and uh, shout outs. I met Noss downtown. I taught Noss when he was, he might've started downtown and then fin- I think he finished classes in the transition. That's how I met Matt's wife. That's how I met like, I met a lot of people at Novi that I yeah. still love and call friends. So Second City Novi fell apart. And there was a month before, about a month before Go opened. And in the month before Go opened, I did, we remounted a Halloween sketch show that we had done a long time ago. It was originally called Bloodbath and Beyond, but then 9-11 happened. Hmm. And Hal politely was like, please change the title. Yeah. And so we did a show called, it was, we called it Boo Ha Ha. Mm-hmm. which was supposed to be a joke. We were like talking titles and Nancy was like, well, let's do something. We'll call it something stupid, like boo ha ha. What a joke. <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, oh, Bloodbath and Beyond is awesome. And then Hal was like, you can't do that. And then we ended up with boo ha ha and felt like <laughs> idiots. 
Um, Actually, Bloodbath and Beyond. I mean, that doesn't seem close enough to 9/11. To yeah, but we, we were no putting up a time. show that opened October of 2011, mm. and this happened September. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. 9/11, 01. Yeah. Um, I'm more liberal than most. So. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote a I wrote a blackout January of 2002 about 9/11. So yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so okay, so wait. It was yeah, so it was two guys standing on stage. It was uh, 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 me and, and Robinson, and uh, I was like, "Boys and girls, as you all know, this past September some horrible tra- tragedy has fallen our great country. And if any of you have anything that you need to talk about, we have Mr. Johnson here, who is a, a grief counselor. If you have any questions whatsoever, and then uh, Nate Fort sat in the front row and threw a paper airplane at me." And then threw a paper airplane at Tim, and then Tim passed out, and then I passed out. Oh, I was like, "Come on, put it in." Um, Standing ovation. How do you get the airplane to hit every time? We never. It didn't go anywhere past the page because they're like, "You're an idiot. You're never putting this on stage." Yeah. So we remounted that. I think Hanlon and Moyer did a rewrite and like cleaned it up. And so October of 2008, we did that show. And then as soon as that show closed, Go opened, and I started. we started working there. I was full-time full time at Go. Stage managing? Uh, uh, yeah, both okay. performing and stage managing. Yeah. And then I was still going to the Ant every Monday. And then a couple nights a week at Go turned into five nights a week at Go turned into now I'm there like every night ever. Yeah. I think I have to go there after this for something. I'm sure I do. Um, so let's go back to your yeah. title, Head Chef. Right. Um, so when the place first opened, me and Mikey Brown were the stage managers, uh, and Tommy was the, like, Tommy's the technical director. We both were under him. Yeah. In the, the tree that is yeah. uh, Go Comedy. Uh, so me and Mikey Brown, shout out Mikey, were the stage managers, and we had to clock in mm-hmm. so we could get paid. Stop hitting the chair. Sorry. Um, I just want because I know the audience will be like, "What is that noise?" I'm hitting a chair. It's it's not Heather punching Jim. It's uh, <laughs> uh, not yet. So the the POS we had was from the Inferno. Like a bunch of the stuff that we had was like from a storage bin at the Inferno. The, the point of sale, the register. The register yeah. thing. Um, I don't know if everybody talks the, fair enough. the restaurant talk. It was old and we didn't, uh, and it didn't have the capabilities of inputting positions. So there wasn't a stage manager position oh, I see. and I could pick anything I wanted. And so I said, head chef, nice. we don't have food, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it tickled me. Nobody else thought it was funny. I thought it was hysterical. Nobody I else think did. it's a great choice. I think Thank it's amusing. You. I like yeah. that you retain it to this day. Yeah. For a long time, that's, I think on Facebook, it was just job, head mm. chef at Go Comedy Empire I've seen Theater. you wearing the hat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of have a Chef Boyardee vibe. Hey, you thanks. Know? Well, I'm kind of Italian. Okay. I love the raviolis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The go, the goviolis. Nope. <laughs> goviolis. Nope. I like it. That, I like don't, it. Don't, nope, don't laugh at that. That's what I'm titled this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I do what I can. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, like working at Go, because that's my day job, is Go. Oh, you're full? Okay, I was going to ask you. Yeah. You're... I mean, I'm technically part-time, but the stuff that I... You yeah. don't have any other job? No, I don't okay, have any other job. Yeah, I'm so. a stay-at-home dad, and then I work at Go. Okay. Shout out to stay-at-home dad. Shout out. So uh, with Go being my, my full-time job and teaching and stage managing and directing and performing and all that crap... It became harder and harder for me to say, "Hey, Suze, I know I've spent the entire every minute of my week at an improv theater. Can I go to a different improv theater?" <laughs> it just became way too much, and like, was she supportive of that? Because I mean, that, that that is a lot to ask. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, I mean, I've, business and- I've always 
like I've had shitty day jobs, but I've basically since high school <coughs> worked in theater. So I mm-hmm. work nights. I've worked nights my entire adult life. So, yeah. um, and she's she still does theater. She does stuff for the Ringwald. She's a resident cast member at Go. She doesn't do as much improv since we had the kid. But yeah, um, how old is your uh, daughter? She's four and a half. Okay, yeah. Cause I miss it, man. I yeah. miss going there every week. Well, you go like usually for like the Christmas show, right? I and... try to go for the blowout. The last couple times I went was when Forbes left town. That's when, right. That's when uh, I saw you when there. When Nancy yeah. left town. Actually, I was talking to David Herbst about this at one point. Mm-hmm. That uh, it because he was he took a break for a while too. He um, also cut his hair recently. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He looks very handsome. Shout out to his shout out to David hair. and your hair. Like he went to do an ant, and he said he walked on stage and he heard somebody in the front row go, "Who's that?" I was like, oh, I did that when I, I saw it. Yep. It's like, oh, what a gut punch! And then when I was there for Forbes's last night, I heard, I heard, somebody told me that in the audience they heard someone go, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, which sucks because yeah, I mean, it was me and Margaret, and then when she was on the cruise ship, it was me and Davies that were basically just pushing things like they were. And it sucks too, because like I was there for like the lean times. Like yeah. there were a mm-hmm. ton of Mondays that we'd just cancel because nobody showed up, or the group backed out at the last minute. And there were a lot of home team sets that were just me and Davies, and a couple that were just me and Margaret. And like now that it's got this big boost, which is awesome. Yeah, the improv boom. The improv boom. I love that I don't know everybody anymore. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, I used to know everybody. Yeah, um, I mean, you met some of us for the first time today. Yeah. So. Nice meeting all of you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for letting me talk for six hours. Yeah, no, um, that's what it's all about. Don't feel uncomfortable. Okay, but uh, by saying that, I made you more uncomfortable. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, Good work, Tony. No problem. <laughs> but yeah, like it does suck to go to a Monday and hear people go, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, like, does it challenge don't. you, or you're just like, "Fuck them." Eh. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel com- like you feel like you have nothing left to prove, and yeah, you know, no, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable on stage and if if they like me they like me if they don't they don't and i don't really give a shit yeah either way um how long did it take you to get to that point or were you pretty much like that from the beginning well i mean i'm an improviser i want everybody to love me no but you know what uh, i'm talking about it's like there's the you were the shy true. kid there, no uh, there, yeah. but there is a point you get to as a performer i think not as, everybody a, as a shy person this yeah. is terrifying for me to sit here and talk about myself well you know we're all shy people uh, you know. yeah, you guys are just sitting there. Um, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know when that happened. Because I mean, for the longest time, it was I am improvising to make sure that Margaret and Nancy don't regret putting me on the home team. Yeah. But then that turned into I am improvising to get a rise out of Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> There's people that do that now to see <laughs> I love if it. I can upset her. Um, well, she said she. Was, she said that yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's called me out way too many times. It's not just the two that she mentioned. Uh, okay, <laughs> the breaking chairs. Yeah. And, yeah, I broke a couple chairs. Uh, I forgot about trying to pick her and Nancy up. That was that was fun. <laughs> I got Nancy up off the ground, and Mark yeah. was like, "Do not touch me." Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like back. I mean, back in the day, like. You want to name something? Can you think of any other things that got a rise on a market? Oh, tons of shit. I don't remember anything specific. I, oh, I know uh, when we did Boohaha the first time, I, I, discovered a, I discovered a character for the show. It was like a kid. The, the character in the show was a superhero sidekick who gets murdered, who then comes back to life and becomes the supervillain's uh, henchman. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I like I made the decision that for some reason, because he was dead and he came back to life, that he would have trouble talking with his tongue. So I started this guy, and this is kind of what that guy sounded like. Yeah. And now it's a kid that I play all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started playing with that character, I did it every fucking home team set for like <laughs> three months. Yeah. And it drove Margaret insane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's funny because there are certain members of the home team and just in general they're character that they they don't always do the exact same character but they always ground themselves in a character yeah and everything offshoots from that um, yeah and I mean everybody's got stock like stock characters like yeah. Margaret's got Julie the kid but mm-hmm. she doesn't do that often mm-hmm. um, well, or if did. she does she I don't did know she did a Saturday she did a Saturday okay uh, what's his name the the teenage boy and like yeah she's got yeah she's, she's got a, a fucking ton of characters yeah that was sort of the lesson of oh, okay we're gonna put that character to rest for a little while and we're only gonna take him out when we need him yeah um but yeah i don't know i just i kind of got into a, a vibe of i don't give a shit anymore not about improv but like it'd be ne- like it'd be neat if you guys liked me but like my, i'm not gonna not yeah. sleep tonight if when, I, that's not true if you guys are like wow you're a real dick i won't sleep for like four or five days because i'll be upset about it mm. but then it's like not like life ruining yeah, yeah um or like if some like if somebody says that i suck in a show I'm yeah. like okay um has that happened oh yeah oh yeah i did a showdown once uh, i did a showdown once and i just didn't have it and the audience just didn't wasn't digging me yeah and my team lost or whatever and so i went over to give this woman i was playing for uh her prize and her husband was drunk and was like what happened everybody was so much funnier than you man you oh. sucked tonight <laughs> i was like ah oh, thanks man have a great night uh, um, and then you couldn't sleep for yeah. yeah no that was just like wow that was shitty Okay, and then like yeah, I'd be like ah, I'm fine. And you're driving home like 15 miles an hour because you're crying so hard. Yeah, you, know? I was like, you didn't like me. Yeah, um, but like I've done, like the I've done like a, uh, if I do two showdowns in a night, there there was one time where in the eight o'clock show, like the audience for whatever reason really dug me and they were just eating it up and it was any I could say anything and they would just oh my god that's hilarious and then the 10 o'clock show it was like I had personally slapped every one of their children before and then dropped a racial slur before walking on stage because they hated me uh when we got to innuendo we got I don't know what I don't remember what the joke was but we got the same suggestion in the 10 that we got in the eight mm. and I was like From well, a plant. what's that it was a plan so, yeah because this is all written yeah um uh, so I went to do a joke from the eight that had like, it was like it killed. I think it ended the show. The joke got such a yeah. huge reaction and it got crickets. Mm. It's like, they hate me. Awesome. Uh, and that was kind of roundabout. I think roundabout when I was like, Oh, okay. Cause it's just like, I might not have it, but yeah, it's, whatever blame the crowd well that's like an evil wwf star they can still have fun yeah. being evil right um yeah. but it's like okay so they don't like me this time or they're not digging what i do this time okay whatever i'm gonna have another opportunity to play yeah well a lot of comedians talk about that on some level to be successful you have to enjoy bombing you yeah have to, you have to enjoy oh i've done some shows that sucked yeah uh i have done yeah like like bar prov <laughs> where at <laughs> I think all the bars are closed at this point. Well, I mean, I did some shows with like Quentin and Davies in Ann Arbor. They had a group called Beer Money that I was. Oh, like, that's did, right. Yeah, that's like, like a coffee shop. So, yeah, uh, we did it at, like, but like it was like at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, I think. 
Um, they would do open mic nights and then we would be that headliner. And most of the time they hated us and it was, uh, improv with microphones and it was just like, this <laughs> sucks. Like I did bar prov at a show one, like early on, um, at some shitty bar, like I think during the Red Wings playoff mm. and like on one side of the bar was people watching the uh, game and yeah. then we were desperately trying to like fucking play party quirks <laughs> it's like can we have a suggestion of a location yeah. fuck you yeah. gay ass bitch <laughs> all right thank you i've done a ton of like really 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 shitty shows hmm. the worst show i ever did though not improv was um uh this was in second city novi uh nate defort who still works for second city in chicago shout out nate uh out. and paul jonah Shout out, Polly. Shout out, Polly. Uh, Polly had, I think, like the Chaldean comedy showcase, something or other in okay. in Royal Oak. Uh, they would just do shows, and it was like an exclusivity deal. Like, if you made it sound like it was the most exclusive thing in the world, people would pay just stupid amounts of money to come watch them do, like, skits. Mm -hmm. They weren't even sketches. They were straight-up skits. Yeah. How much money are we talking? Thousands? Uh, hundreds. Mm. Hundreds of thousands? No, just hundreds of hundreds. Oh. Mm. Like, he could, he, could, he could put a rope in behind two chairs and say that's the VIP, VIP section, and somebody <laughs> would put up 150 bucks just to get that so they could say that they had the VIP, VIP section. Uh, but Nate went and saw him and liked what they did and so he put together a show it was a like a it was similar to kind of like what the ant does and did like he brought them in and taught a workshop to get them to write sketches oh, to then put on a show mm -hmm. um and it was like a late night thursday and they dragged in sam richardson and soren choxy shout out choxy to be the like to fill out the cast to be like the veterans and then i got brought in as a stage manager and we got after the show was done, Polly just kept working on it and had some connection in San Diego. They were going to, like, some Arabic rapper. That sounded pretty white of me just yeah. now. Some Arabic rapper. Yeah. Uh, was, An Arabic hip-hop fellow. Yeah, he was a hip-hop gentleman of mm -hmm. sorts. Uh, he, they were, he was debuting an album, and they wanted us to bring the show to San Diego to perform it and we were originally we were going to be the headliner but then we were the the opener and like we got there and uh it was just a banquet hall and i was like well where's the stage and the and the booth and they're like oh it's in the truck so we had to help them build the stage and <laughs> set up the light grid yeah and then i was like okay um well i gotta like design the lights right and they're like yeah uh, and they didn't know that you had to plug stage lights into a dimmer pack in order to control them for a bo from a board. They just thought you plugged them into the wall, and this board just sat in front of me and worked. <laughs> so I stage managed the show sitting next to a guy who was running sound because the soundboard was so enormous for the rapper yeah. that I had never seen something like that before. Yeah. And this guy was really cool and helped us out. So he was in charge of sound. And I stood next to him and be like, all right, cue this, cue that. And I would turn on and turn off the lights by unplugging and plugging in an extension cord. <laughs> uh, that's how we did lights. And it, we did a show. We did the show for 500 drunk Chaldeans who didn't give a shit that we were performing. Yeah. And throughout the evening, while we were performing, 
anytime Sam was on stage, Sam, who happens to be a black gentleman, mm-hmm. guy in the front row would whisper the N-word to him What? every time he was on stage. Oh, my God. And after the show, as we were all getting wasted because of the shit show that it was, yeah. that guy comes out and is like, you guys were fucking amazing. That's the most amazing, hilarious thing I ever said. Dude, do you remember me? I was the one that called you a... And, like, Polly had to sit on Sam. No. So Sam would not go and beat the shit out of the guy. Wow. Um, but he liked him. He loved him, no. man. <laughs> uh, He's like, I'm part of the show. And, like, <laughs> Sam has... I think Sam has some level of belt in some level of martial art. Oh. Yeah, someone mentioned that I before. might have made that up. I might have invented uh, that. Um, that does sound familiar. It's a good it sounds lie. legit. It's a good guy. lie to tell people. But some he level. could have seriously fucked that dude up. Um, and Polly is a big dude. So it took Paul to sit on him. And it was just, it was like cartoonish. This is good for podcast. Yeah. But Sam was like, no. Yeah. Uh, you were kind of like a giant baby. On like a giant back. baby, but like, like a turtle on his but back. Where, but <laughs> underneath a beanbag. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then later that night, everybody cleared out. I had missed one of the shuttles back to our hotel. And it was me and Polly and our, our buddy Al. Shout out, Al. Uh, left and Al was like taking care of the money situation and then I'm standing there and all of a sudden this guy walks out and he's wasted and he takes a swig of beer and he shatters the beer bottle on the in the parking lot and then like charges at me I'm assuming because I was like the the white guy and Polly stepped in front of me I uh, my growing up mine two doors down next door neighbor who was my best friend growing up uh, was uh, is is he's still around? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lebanese, yeah. and so he it was uh, him and his sister and his brother and mom and dad, and then he had two uncles, and his two uncles, his two uncles and his dad were all uh, fresh off the boat, yeah. Lebanese, and so I learned enough Ara- oh. Arabic okay. that I could kind of pick up something, and it had been a while. Yeah, yeah. I knew all the sw- I used to know all the Arabic swear words. Yeah, that was like my jam. Mm-hmm. Because as a kid, you learn the swear words of course. in every language. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the only one. Okay, good. No, no that's every, uh, every yeah. <laughs> figured out that the guy was like, who the fuck is this white dude? Polly said, he's with me. He's cool. The guy wanted to know if I was Chaldean. Polly said I was Lebanese, which I, I'm part Lebanese. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yep. Okay. Um, 25 Italian, 25 Leban- 25% Italian, 25% Lebanese, 25% German, and then 25% everything but Irish. Mm. Um, I like that you made that distinction. Everything. I my, let it be known. Not my, fa- my family got exiled from Ireland for horse thievery mm. at some point. Sounds about right. Um, Sounds legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's. I got a book at home that has the story of one of my ancestors getting booted from Ireland. I don't know. Um, horse thieving McDougal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not Irish. Uh, but uh, so they had this conversation, and as soon as the guy realized that I was Lebanese, but I wasn't Chaldean, he calmed down, and then he got <laughs> I love like. That. But he was still kind of grumpy, and then something spooked him, and he ran away, and I turned around, and it was like everybody else that was still in the club was standing behind me, like ready to brawl this with this drunk idiot for like getting in my face because I was the sound guy or something. <laughs> so that was the, the worst show I've ever done. But you it got paid for it. Oh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And I got a free flight to San Diego. That was cool. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you about stage managing yeah. because you're the first regular stage manager that we've had on. Hooray! You know, well, well, not yeah. Andy Reid. Andy doesn't count. No, Andy doesn't count. <laughs> shout, shout out! What's the opposite of a shout out to Andy Reid? Uh, quiet down. Yeah, quiet down. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, 
I mean, he does good. I, I've brought him in to help with like diff and yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not like he's a hacker. Anymore. No, no. But this it's an easy gig. Yeah. Children can do what I do. Is it? I mean, because yeah. I was going to say, I'll commend you on. Uh, I recently saw the Fjord Twins, and there's a lot of elements in that show. Yeah, there's like a that bu- was nuts. A bubble machine, a mic dropping from the ce- uh, ceiling multiple times where you're like interacting with yep. the performers. There is. Uh, Spotlight, there Spotlight. were sound cues, there yeah. were random different light cues, there was a new version of the script every week. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so how did you learn that and how like how do you think have you evolved as a state? Like what are the skill sets? Because I know you like joke like, you know, saying that uh, actually it's easy, one, but it does seem there's it, it, there can be a lot of stuff involved. In yeah, I mean, that. there is a, there is a lot of stuff involved, but like improv stage managing, a monkey could do it. Yeah, um, or like most sketch stage managing. Yeah, um, there was one time in Novi, the uh, Amy was her name, uh, was a stage manager there. The original guy Ken quit. I went in to interview to take over his position. The interview started with these are the reasons I'm not going to hire you. But by the way, we found somebody who we really like better than you. Can you train her? <laughs> and I was like, mm, mm, uh, paycheck. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I trained her. So like anytime she had any like real issues, she would like come to me. And one time the cast made her cry because she said a fucking, they said a monkey could do her job and to get away, get away from him. Well, she was actually a monkey though. So she was. It, yeah. <laughs> um, and so like after the show, we went and we grabbed a drink and I was like calming her down. I was like, well, what the hell happened? And, like, and then they said this and then they, and then they said that a monkey could do my job. I was like, oh, honey, a monkey can do our job. <laughs> it's just pushing buttons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got my start because of Elaine. And then <laughs> two of my girlfriends back to back were stage managers at Second City Detroit. Oh, really? Yeah. Watching them work and watching Elaine work, I started to get a little bit better. And then Elaine kind of took me under her wing and sort of from like side coached me into learning how to stage manage. Yeah. Um, and then I picked up a bunch of stuff from Tommy Leroy. Like what? Then, are, can you talk a little bit about the elements of it? I'm not talking about like a basic improv show, but like some like like more of like a scripted show with a bunch. Well, of- a scripted show. Uh, we use a program called Q Labs. Okay. Which uh, is a audiovisual player basically, mm-hmm. and you can connect. Like connect cues. So if I want an image to pop up on the screen and a song to play at the same time while something else fades out, I can link all three of those. Oh, okay. So with one push of a button, all three of those things happen. It's a lot of tedious bullshit of like, you have to click this box, drag this one thing down in order for six things to happen. Yeah. And it just eats up a lot of time. Has mm-hmm. that ever gone wrong? All the time. <laughs> oh, the 20, we just did the 24-hour sketch show. And the end of it, we always do this bit where we, like, is in, in memoriam. There's an in-memoriam segment at the end of it where they, like, we have a video of bits that didn't make the show mm. or uh, show, I've seen ideas that would in no way be good. Yeah. Um, and normally, Matt Penridge, shout out Matt, does a video. Shout out. Shout out does a video but he wasn't involved this time around and so we were just going to do just images and i like linked everything so like one image would fade in and then that would fade out and another one would fade back in and i didn't get them until during the showdown that night and i was in the showdown so i had about five minutes to put the whole thing together and i couldn't test it because there were people already in the theater and just none of it worked like one (laughs) image played and then i'm like and just like nothing, yeah. And it just fell all the shit. And like, nah, whatever. It's, no one's here. <laughs> um, Do you like stage managing? I love it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's 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 simple, and a monkey could do it. And yeah. you get to 
command over everyone. And I get to command over everyone. Mm-hmm. And I now I hate improv at this point. Um, <laughs> oh God. Uh, you just is hate that, watching it or do I it? hate watching it? Yeah. I can't stand watching improv. Ha, uh, shout out improv. Yeah. Uh, it's I was going to ask you about this, yeah. I have watched I've had I've So had you've this, probably seen us perform at some time. I'm sure I have. I'm show? sure I've seen you guys w- at least walk on stage and then I pull lights on you. Oh, um, you just zone out in between? I leave. Uh no I don't. Tommy, I don't. It never happens. I'm in the booth the whole time. And definitely <laughs> for like class shows. I know you have. Leave the booth? No, no, no I mean like you I I know I've seen you guys on stage because yeah, yeah. you guys uh, you like you guys did Snow Day. Yeah. Um and thanks for We had a for, great 2 a.m. slot. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Um someone's got to. <laughs> um yeah, when were you guys? Weren't you? We I thought were you were like 7 o'clock. Oh, well I was Yeah, I thought the, you were towards the middle. Oh, Jim, you were on I had too. a 2 or 3 a.m. Oh, slot. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but John's complaining about your slot. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't you, complaining. I said it was great. Mm, um, that wasn't sincere. Snow Day is basically months of Bob freaking out and me saying everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And then we get to it and we organize everything. And then it's just 36 hours of pain. Yeah, It hurts by the end. And I don't know why I'm still there. It's um, for a great cause. Yeah. Um, it, is. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. It is for a great cause. <laughs> Uh, what was I talking about? Um, oh, uh, hating improv. That's hating improv. Oh, that's where, yeah. We were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. stage managing. We mm. we went into yeah, hating improv. Because yeah, I mean, I'm I've wa- I've watched so much improv. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's probably the good and bad part about that job. You get to yeah. See so much. I mean, I get to see a bunch of cool stuff, but I also get to see so much crap. Yeah. Um, like, what would be the percentage? You would say, what you know, nineties. For nineties for crap, ninety some percent crap, probably okay. Or like it's not crap, but it's eh. yeah. It's like yeah, you guys did good. It's it's <laughs> fewer and farther between that I laugh out loud at improv anymore. Yeah, because I will laugh like an idiot talking to you guys because I like like conversation with people. But yeah. like it, watching a set, I'd be like, oh, that was funny. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I remember seeing you when I first started doing improv, which wasn't that long ago, but you were doing some show. It was on the Sunday Buffet. Okay. You were just talking about something, and it was like an analogy. like It was like a metaphor for improv. You're like, yeah, you know, I... Uh I make sandwiches, you know, and I really used to love making sandwiches, but no, I don't really like making yeah. sandwiches. Like, the the question why I started making sandwiches, and like everybody in the audience was giving me like this knowing laugh, oh, like, yeah. oh, he's talking about improv, yeah. everybody. Um, so how, how true is that? Like, if, if let's say you start out at like a 10 loving improv, where is that now? I mean, I still love it. Yeah. It's still a 10. I just don't like watching it. If I, If I don't have to, I won't. Okay. Like, if you guys were going to do a set and, like, wanted my honest opinion of yeah. the set, you would have to ask me to watch it for me to actually sit and watch it. Do you do coaching or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just took a break this term from cla- from teaching and from coaching. Yeah. What classes do you usually teach? The advanced program? Uh, all of them. Yeah. The only one I don't teach is intro one because I don't, I don't have a good lying face. and i don't if something like that's not true um that's no that's not true at all uh so you have a great you're a great liar i'm a great liar um but fooled me like i don't i don't have time for hand-holding i don't like hand-holding um i would much rather give a hundred percent honest feedback and like if you if you fuck up spacewalk yeah 
I'm not going to let you forget ever that you fucked up. Yeah. Like, how do you fuck up Zip Zap Zop? It's so and hard. what are you doing with your life if you yeah. can't say three one-syllable words uh, in order? There are people that I take advanced classes with that still... <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there are people There are people that do, a lot, do this a lot who can't, who can't handle Zip Zap Zop. So, like, when your daughter learned to walk, did you just let, let your wife handle that? No, actually. Okay. <laughs> You're messing that's, it up. That's, that's you different. That was, that was fucking cool. Um... Actually, my... Uh, it's like one foot in front of the other. What's your problem? Yeah, wait, come on, idiot. Yeah. I call my kid an idiot a lot. <laughs> uh, I think that's a recommendation from Dr. Spock. So. Actually, uh, when my sister had her first son, uh, he's six months older than my kid, we found out that she went into labor, and I was home, and I was like, well, man, it's her nap time. Oh, crap. All right, so I got her up from her nap, and we went to the hospital, and she kept fussing. And so I'm like rocking her in her, in her car seat and she wouldn't stop, stop. And I just went, shut up, idiot. And my mom and my grandma lost their minds. <laughs> I was like, she doesn't know what those words are. Why are you, don't worry about it. Now we're to the point where, kiddo, those are words for home. Mm-hmm. And then there are words for outside. Don't stop, stop saying fucking cheese. She gets upset. She goes, fucking cheese. <laughs> like, stop. No, stop. Don't, don't. Have you ever gotten a call from the school? No, I've actually okay. asked them about it. Oh. Um, hey, excuse me. Does my daughter ever say I was fucking like, cheese? No, I was like, does my kid swear? Because sometimes she just lets it slip at home. And like, I've tried really hard to like, don't do that. Yeah. And they're like, no, she's very respectful. I was like, yes. Mm. I did one thing right. But yeah, so like, I, I Excuse me. Like I love coaching and I love teaching. And yeah, are you the only one that teaches the writing class at Go? No, because um, everybody I've talked to that's taking the class. I've done it. I I create. I didn't. I sort of created the syllabus. Let's say you invented it. I invented sketch writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, from scratch. Yeah. Just from my own brain. Yeah. Before that, oh. it was the very lengthy plays. Yeah, but it was all just like spoken word because yeah. nobody knew what you know paper was. Yeah. Look up his Wikipedia entry, guys. Yeah. There's too um, much I invented the written word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a sketch syllabus that sucked. I think it was like when the when Go first opened. Yeah. We kind of offered sketch classes, and it was like this sort of syllabus. That Brian Lark, uh, shout out Brian. Um, shout out. Uh, I think he's been mentioned like three or well. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard because with the Garrett thing, you guys didn't know who Lark was. Yeah, which boggles we, my mind. We herpsed him. Ah, there it is. Yeah, but yeah, so Lark was going to teach a sketch class, and so he went online and like downloaded a sketch class syllabus from I don't know what. Yeah, and. I, well, uh, that's impossible because you had mentioned it. So well, right, right. This is the story that I tell people okay, so it doesn't okay. sound sorry, like, sorry. you know, humble brag. Because yeah. I love teaching a sketch. I ended up doing a bunch of terms in a row of sketch one, and I just kept adding notes to this beat-up piece of paper that I had. Yeah. And I kept adding notes and adding notes, and the, and the program sucked because, like, we'd do sketch one. You'd start with 12, and the last day of class, it'd be two people, maybe, having not done their homework, and then there's no sketch two. Within one class, that many people quit oh, during the oh, term? Oh, yeah, all the time. Wow. And so, I don't know if PJ shut it down or Gary Lehman shut it down. Shout out, Gary. Uh, Shout out. He's our teacher this semester. Nice. Yeah. He's cool. I like him. He likes the Joker. Um, ask him he about hates it. cats. I did not know that about him. Um, he hates even hates cat uh, centric warm up games like uh, Kitty oh, Hat Kitty Hat Career, yeah. yeah, that piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it had to, it had to have been PJ because 
I forgot who was going to teach that next term sketch one. And he said he couldn't find the syllabus. Mm-hmm. Could I send it to somebody? I'm like, well, it's a beat up piece of paper. Well, I'll write it up. And I yeah. wrote it up based on my notes and what I had added and what was already there. Yeah. And I guess it was a complete enough syllabus that like it worked a little bit better. And then he was like, we're going to shit can the writing program for however long can you create a new syllabus? And so I, I did. Yeah. Well, what do you base the success of that on? Like the show at the end of it or just how many people? Well, originally around? the plan was, was that it was going to be writing for improvisers. So you would perform the show at the end that you wrote. Oh, okay. And it's almost more like a process kind of. Yeah. yeah. But people were coming to it who just wanted to be writers. And mm. then it would immediately scare all of them away because oh, they didn't want to perform. I see. And so then we met like a, had a middle ground of you don't have to perform, but if you want, you can. Yeah. And then when we shit canned that and brought in the new syllabus, it was just straight up. This is for writers. You're going to cast people at the end of it. So like uh, Jen Hansen teaches it. Lauren Bickers teaches it. I think uh, Mark Sobolewski. So I was just doing one this term. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So I mean, I teach all of it, but like I love teaching sketch. So like Gary has to like calm me down and get and be like, I have to let other people teach the program. Why, why do you love it so much? I don't know. It's just, it's fun. And it's, it's a different muscle to use. Also, I love shitty blackouts. Mm. oh god do i love shitty blackouts <laughs> oh my god i love shitty blackouts so much uh blackout day and in, in sketch one is, I think, is my favorite <laughs> class to teach because they are just so embarrassed for themselves yeah and i find all of it funny yeah. like just the worst shittiest not even a pun blackout yeah yeah and i just will cackle like a moron <laughs> uh, i love it so much we're talking about sketch right yes my initial reasoning for contacting you yes. about doing the podcast. Yes. So we were doing snow day or we did snow day or whatever. And Bobby went came yeah, and, and did yep, that and right. talked about snow day. Um, and I do what I always do when Bob or I do anything like press, I guess, yeah. quote unquote mm-hmm. related for snow day and i listened to it to make sure that he didn't you know fuck it up or say something stupid yeah i was like oh nice job i was like oh wow there's more to your podcast uh and i listened to (laughs) the rest of you guys talking about class and i started i was losing like furious i was texting bob how did you not slap the shit out of all of them (laughs) because like you were saying that you don't you didn't like uh that you didn't like uh writing out of class and I forget one of you guys were like went head to head with McGettigan about a note he gave. That's John. Uh, and I was like, I would have killed all of you as a teacher. Like <laughs> teacher mode kicked in, and I was like, "Fuck these people! Oh my god!" Yeah. And like Bob was just laughing at me. I'm like, "No, you fuck! You had up. Why didn't you? Why did you? How does Mike even?" What is going on? <laughs> you should have come on. We, that would have been such a great episode. I was like, how is this okay? And then I, so I stopped and I stopped listening to you guys. Yeah. And then <laughs> I completely stopped. I never, I didn't listen to another episode. Yeah. And quest. then who came on first, Noss or Peterson? Uh, Noss. Noss. And I listened to Noss's episode. Yeah. Because I love Matt. Yeah. And I was like, 
oh man, I mean the interview part, this, this is really good. And so I listened <laughs> to the interview. And so now, cause I want to like you guys. So as soon as the interview part started, I just stopped listening to it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want him to, I don't want him to anger me again. So you've never listened to Heather's feelings. I've no, cause a couple of them, like a couple of them, you guys go long. And so yeah. like the segment isn't, as it's that's, shorter, it's shorter. Yeah. I, I listened to some episode where you guys were talking about improv class. I yeah. think it was just the sketch thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like, oh my god. I'm I was like, a terrible sketch student. Uh, I could openly, tell. Openly. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't my dream to be there. Um, so you would have yelled at Heather, probably. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have yelled. Well, I would have been very quit, stern, yeah, and then like, yeah. what, what they did. I feel Heather would have cried in your class. Mm. Okay. I've made students cry. Yeah. Uh, I've made students. I've. Uh, thrown students out of classes before. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like for what? Uh, we'll we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so I listened to you guys again, and I forget what episode it was, but somebody challenged Hovich. Yeah. To come on later that night, I was talking to Garrett. Shout out Garrett. That's what it was like the week before he was recording, mm-hmm. and I told him that story. And he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna out you. I'm gonna tell him that. I'm gonna tell you them that you fucking hate them." Yeah. And then I immediately felt bad, and so I messaged you that night, and I was like, "If I ask before Garrett says anything, then it won't look like it's like a, a vendetta. It'll because I wanted to come on because I, I was enjoying uh, the podcast, but like I was like, oh no, Garrett, don't because Garrett because then you're gonna and then it's gonna just get." Oh man! Yeah, uh, and then they're like, like, if I do it after the fact, then like, you guys are gonna be like, he want, he only wants on to scream at us. Yeah, and I didn't. I uh, wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Trust me, I would have. I would have absolutely had you on. I that that doesn't bother me. I'm used to people like not okay. liking me. Well, so. I think this is your opportunity to yeah. yell at us. I don't want to yell at you guys because I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> but like, because uh, you guys were working on on what was the show? Uh, was it Monster, Monster Noises? Noises? Yeah. Because um, I was like, isn't the goal that you guys are going to write a show? How if she's not writing anything? How do you guys have material? How is the ah! miracle happening? I know. Um, I had a sketch. But I, yeah. And I heard I heard great things about it. I heard that the show was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, so if it's fair to say, so you like the show, you like the interview part, but you don't like any of us. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. I'm fine with that. No, I just, I, I had, <laughs> as a teacher, if if a student, even as a, not as so much, maybe a little less as a director, but as yeah. a teacher, if I had a student fighting me on notes, it's like, you fucking are here to learn from me. Don't, yeah. like, if you, sure, if you don't like it, cool, for the purposes of this just fucking do it and then later if you think it's stupid fine but shut up and then if you want to do the sketch your way later that's fine but like like i tell all like especially when we get to the rehearsal part for a sketch class or if i'm directing because i'm directing a show that opens next thursday you want to plug it uh plot twist plot twist it's a movie themed uh sketch show at go comedy thursdays and fridays starting june 23rd okay but i'll always say uh i will ask you to do something that you might think is weird just trust me and try it and if it sucks we'll both agree that it sucks and we'll go back to the way that you tried it. Yeah. But to have a student fight me, it's like, well, if you already know what you're doing, why are you here? And if a student was like, I'm, I don't, I'm not taking the sketch class to, to do homework. It's just, I think what you said. Well, you know, the thing was, is so that... you're trying to make logic out of it. It's that's the problem. What? Her feeling no. was that she yeah. wanted to uh, I'll, we'll, we'll have her say it. it. I yeah. got into it thinking it was going to be, um, 
not as like it was almost a year long and i did not anticipate that i thought it was going to be just because you were summer. also you were in school i was right? in grad school yeah and so i put it last like i okay that's that's fair but and like, i was very upfront about that i stayed in the class because we did it together but which is which is those are all excellent points uh i think at, me as the teacher i would have yeah. been like then just take the take the break like I know you want to be here, and that's great, but the point is to generate material. And if this is if it's too much on your plate, even being there wouldn't help you. Like it would a little bit, but if it's that far down on your priority list, then just take the break mm-hmm. and come back when you have the time. I wouldn't have done it on my own though. Because yeah, because you were with the yeah. group, and uh, she, I mean, she did it to go along with the group. Sure. Yes. If we had just said, you know. And but, if McGettigan had said that to me, I probably would have stopped because I had thought about stopping. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, to be fair, Mike asked us to challenge him. Like when he, I mean, that's his method. When he, on the first day of class, he we, said. You like, be a shitty student? Huh? <laughs> well, I'm not de- defending that, but. Uh, now that you guys are shitty students. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know 90, 90% <laughs> of what you guys did. Uh, yeah, but. No, I enjoy all Okay. This. But, you know, he said, don't just like believe something just because I tell you. You know what I mean? So he, he, he welcomed like discussions. Well, I just got so angry. Yeah. But then, yeah. So like I started listening to you guys again uh, and I was really enjoying it. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, you know what? I should, I should like contact them. Cause I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think anyone will listen to this episode, but I think it'd be a lot of fun just to like uh, talk no, to you guys. No. And uh, I'll listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim has never listened to an episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the five of us will yeah. listen to this. And then whoever called out Hovich, I was like, oh man. I can't let the other grumpy guy in town get on before me. I gotta go on first. <laughs> well, you know, there's that Shout whole, out to Hobbit. I love you, buddy. Yeah, there, there's that whole aspect, too, of... I don't know if it's your persona or who you are, but you have... I would almost say it's, like, your character that I see more of when you're, like, performing, especially on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you you come across as, like, I'm this gruff guy. I'm, like, the old, like... I think of you as, like, the old, like, uh, fishing captain. That's what I look like <laughs> in my head. You know, like... <laughs> Ah, the sea's angry. Let me tell you something, kid. You don't know a goddamn thing about the sea. You yeah. Know? And, well, grumpy is comfortable. Yeah. But I don't really get the sense that, but then when I like, you know, go for auditions, you know, and talk to you, you're just like, hey guys, this is what we're going to do. Like, you're yeah. not that person. I think that's closer to like, is that true? Or are you just a, like, do you feel comfortable being the grump? Or yeah. are you a grump? Uh, no, I, I, yeah. I'm probably it's probably both. I always get a kick out of people who always say that there's when they first saw me or met me they were scared of me. That always entertains me for some reason because I don't yeah. I don't get it. I can see that because um, I think it's your you know you're like ah, yeah you know, like that's <laughs> um but like even on stage when you're getting a suggestion you're like all right what's give me something well host, if I'm hosting the showdown I say, I tell audiences to shut up all the time because yeah. like if, if a heckler gets involved I like I hate that and like there are different. Has that always been your style, though, or something you've developed? I think it's something I developed. I mean... Uh, you think it stems from your shyness? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the grumpiness is sort of a self-preservation thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, if I come off as, like, a nice guy on this podcast, edit that out, because I don't want people yeah, to talk to me. No, uh, you totally do. You come out like a nice, <laughs> nice normal, you know, um, PD, PD Jayco. I'll see the murderized. Yeah. Um, somewhat related. When I was a kid, I had a horrible temper. Yeah? Like violent mm. uh when like, you say kid up to how old i forgot when this happened but yeah. at some point when i was when i was growing up for christmas i got a punching bag and when i asked my folks why i got the punching bag it was so that i would stop taking it out of my sister um because <laughs> usually like oh man i stubbed my toe i'm yeah. gonna 
freak out for you know the rest of the day yeah um did they put you like in martial arts or anything no they just gave me a punching bag mm. and so like one time a kid pissed me off and i put his head through a window and wow like, he deserved it he did how old were you i was eight oh my god that's pretty intense uh, <laughs> so yeah i had a and like it, it took me long enough to figure out how to control it and i basically bottle it up until i get home and i take a baseball bat to a punching bag and then mm-hmm. i'm fine um, so you still to this very day you uh every now and again mm-hmm. um, that's awesome i never thought about weapons to a punch yeah. oh yeah that it's way more level. it's oh god it makes you feel way more uh, oh, way better yeah um but like so yeah i had a really bad temper when i was a kid and i don't like that i have that yeah. so i try very hard not to let shit get to me but then shit gets to me and then i kind of shut it shut down because i don't want to lose it on anybody yeah so like the grumpiness of sort of the you stay over there because i don't know who you are and if you know we'll see each other enough that maybe we'll be cool but for right now i don't want to like put energy into getting to know you because then what happens if you upset me and then i'll like put your head through a window uh i haven't i have it's been a very long time since i've done that yeah um weeks but yeah i don't know and then like so if somebody wanted to meet you like i go comedy let's say there's a young student or new person new to improv scenes, yeah. what's the best way to approach you <laughs> very slowly yeah no uh <laughs> there are times where i just don't feel like talking yeah um or I only want to talk to like people I know. So like, sure. And I get really uncomfortable like when audience members want to like be my friend or like mm-hmm. buddy up to me and talk about the show. And it's like, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, you're, 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 the show's done. Go somewhere else, please. But uh, yeah, like students and stuff. Like if I if I have the time or if I'm in the mood to talk, I'll mm-hmm. I'm, we're sitting here right now doing it. Yeah. Um, but like there are just times when I'm not in them. I don't feel like it and don't want to do your fucking stupid bit leave me alone <laughs> um but anyway going back to the st- sketch class yeah <laughs> natural segue sure so you said you've kicked people out of class yeah like why would can you give us an example of uh, well i mean i've dropped students because they stopped showing up right. um i like there have been students that will like miss more than half of the term and then show up for the class show and then be like, oh, by, or to rehearse for the class show and be like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to make it. Mm. It's like, there's the door. I've thrown a guy out because he pulled a gun. What? Uh, yes. He didn't pull a gun. He had a gun. Whoa. And I was like, put in your car or leave. Like, how did you know he had a gun? He's a cop and he told me. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm, I got a concealed firearm. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, but as a cop, isn't he allowed to have? He's a gun? allowed to, but what if that shit goes like you're ju- fucking doing make a machine, and then some suddenly someone gets shot oh. in the foot? Oh, this was during like an improv class, not a sketch class. No, oh no, just regular class. Oh, um, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I, th- I threw a guy out because every sketch he wrote was racist, uh, and he thought it was funny. Uh, this one guy wrote a sketch. It was about my first sketch class ever. He wrote a scene about Siamese twins. Great premise. Great premise. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. That and like super racist accent, like was in were the they description. Like, actually, yeah. Siamese. They're yeah, they Siam. were connected. Yeah. And Siam. they were from Siam. <laughs> and when either of them puked, it got the other one off. Wow, that classic tale. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think the preferred. I think time. the preferred term now is conjoined twins. By yeah. The way. <laughs> uh, but it was whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, Siam. 
Yeah. Mm. In Siam, it's conjoined. Yeah. Everywhere else, it's uh, Well, no, in Siam, they're just twins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's true. Yeah. Put that in his head. I think Heather hates me. Yeah. Um, no, Heather likes She you. hates all of us. Oh, okay. I like yeah. everybody. She uh, smiled more in this episode than we've seen in quite a while. So. <laughs> uh, oh, well, back. good yeah. then, I hope. Yeah. Um, but like... Uh, so you brook no discussion. Like if somebody... like, oh, Well, also that guy too... Like the the racist guy also like sexually harassed a teacher prior to me getting him mm. and had like tried to grope a fellow student and I was like that and you're racist yeah hey there's Trifecta, the door you know triple threat well yeah, we got we got a great guy here I had a student in an improv class like he was like eighteen nineteen yeah. First class, I had him playing Switch, and he did a date rape joke. And I was mm. like, and like the physical act of, not just referencing. And wow. Like, wow, we're going to stop. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, How, don't, that's not okay. And he was like, well, it's just, you know, what you do at a party. I'm like, no. Uh, oh, oh, God, oh. no. <laughs> was he a swimmer? Then he missed a class, then he came back, and like he would kick himself. He would get down on himself a lot. So like something didn't go right. So rather than try to get it right, he would sit in the theater and pout. We were working on the class show, and he he did something, and he, and it was a great scene. I don't or whatever he was doing in the game, it was really really funny. And he just stopped. He's like, no, nope, that sucked. I can't do that. And I was like, dude, in the doing, middle of the scene. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, you're doing great. And he's like, no, well, it doesn't matter because I'm not doing the class show. And I was like, what do you mean you're not doing the class show? I never do the class show. What the fuck? That's the point of the fucking, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm just, you know what? Maybe I'll just go. And I was like, all right, everybody take a five. Yeah. Uh, and I took him in the other room and I gave him my Mr. Holland's opus. Like, you believe in you. And all. like, I was, oh, I was giving it my all. And, yeah. Uh, and at one point he was like, uh, shout out to whoever you are. I, you probably know. Matt Penridge. Yeah, it was Pendridge. Okay, yeah. uh, shout, shout out. And <laughs> shout out to Uh So Pendridge and I. Yeah. No, uh, so we're, I was in the lobby and I gave him this like a heartfelt like, dude, you know, don't give up. And he was like, every every everything I do, there's always one of you you type of people that try to tell me not to give up. So I do. I'm like, well, maybe that's the problem. Like, don't what? like stick through this. You know, yeah. be rewarding. Um, and after like 10 minutes of that, he was, he was like, uh, nothing you say is going to change my mind. I'm not doing the class. And I was like, all right, then get the fuck out of my theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, re- I and then I emailed that. Gary and PJ and I was like, so this just happened. Yeah. Sorry. But you know, at some point I do hate that, the idea of like having to convince someone, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially when you reach a certain age, you know, it's like either, either be there and do it and do it. It's like, why do you have to be, well, you know, I think it's both. It's like. I shouldn't be convincing you. That's probably my fault for trying to convince you. Yeah. And you shouldn't need convincing. And like, but I mean, like I am willing to work and find a way to help teach some, cause everybody learns different. So yeah. I'm going to change my game to get you to the same level as everybody else. And I'll do a lot. But if you don't meet me halfway, fuck off. Yeah. Like if there's not even the will to try after, you've already gone through a term and a half of classes, then go home. You're like wasting everybody's time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like getting paid is cool, but like I'm putting time and effort into helping someone learn how to do something that I love. And if you don't show the same respect that I do, like you don't have to be like, want to be a career improviser, which don't, anyone become a career improviser that's have, all i need i needed someone to tell me to not do something have gonna do it. have a day job and a backup plan but like like yeah i mean like i'll fucking 
teach improv to soccer moms who's this is their new Tuesday thing mm-hmm. all fucking day. But like, mm-hmm. as long as they're showing respect, I'll we'll, I'll go wherever you need me to. Yeah. But if you're you not, also teach people to paint while drinking wine, right? yeah. Oh yeah. On the side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the best those, way to meet Simon. those gals are crazy. No, Let me tell you, once we have, have fun, they we get a couple glasses of wine, and it is Tuesday. Um, <laughs> it's fun to drink and paint. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I, have you done that? I have done it, <laughs> I, and it was fun. Okay, it's fine. I think Bloomer. Uh, shout out Jenny Bloomer. I think Bloomer did it once yeah. a couple times just for fun. Um, and now she's giving up improv to do that full yeah. time. Yeah, right. Um, and, and become a witch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, I don't the wicked, the wicked, yeah. like I don't have fucking time. Like I'm yeah. spending, I'm spending my time to help people. So if you're not going to like help then fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the longer I've done it, the easier it is for me to be like, Oh, okay. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, I think that's rare. Frankly, you know, I don't think yeah. a lot of teachers go that far. You know, I think they'll just give up on a student. Yeah, I mean, I don't ever want to give up on like I'm, there. I mean, there have been students where it's like I've given you the same note a thousand times, yeah. and you clearly you're very sweet and you love doing this, and that's great. But I've given you the stop doing that note mm-hmm. so many times that it's like, oh, man, all right, no, you do, keep it up. You're doing great. Yeah. Like clearly you've gotten out of it what you want and you just want to finish the program. I'll help you finish the program. Yeah. I'm still going to try, but like this is not a gun only lasts for so long before I'm like, I will kill you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, are there students conversely that you've, I don't want to say given up on, but you're like, they're not going to get it and they somehow turn it around later on and get it? No. Okay. Never happens. So I mean, mean, it's possible. No, like, it's possible. Like, I've, you know, that's an honest There are students there. that, like, yeah, and, like, there are poss- there's a possibility that I might not, I just might not be the right teacher. Yeah. Like, whatever game I have isn't going to help them, and then the next teacher might. Yeah. As a writing teacher, are there things that you see from students, like, consistently? I don't know if mis- mistake is the right word, but they kind of do the same, like, bad habits. Over sure. Over. Oh, yeah. Like, can you talk a um, about that? It baffles me the inability to learn or to write how people talk. So, like, I have given the note, change this because that's not how people talk a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you first start writing sketch, it's like first, same thing as improv. Like, you're, it's clunky. Yeah. And you forget for some reason how to speak. It's the same thing with like, uh, like improv. Like, I could give my kid a stick and she'll do an hour and a half of bits with it. Whereas if I give an adult, a, an adult, a stick and say, go, they'll be like, like, wh- like what, what do I do? Yeah. Um, it's just, our brains are trained that way, uh, to not like play. And so it's the same thing with like sketch. Like it's just, it's clunky at first. So getting them to like find their voice. I mean, there are people who just can't write. So you don't think it can be at some level. It can't be taught. It can, yeah. but there, I mean, there, there are people that just like, some people can't dance. Yeah. Some people can't cook. Like, it's not like, like they want to, but what do you do? I mean, yeah. everybody's teachable, but, but some people have an aptitude. Yeah. Some people have an aptitude and some people, uh, they're going to only get it as far as they can. And then they're going to, they'll have fun with it and yeah. good for them. But does yeah. that bother you when like people aren't as committed to, Writing or improv, like someone, because I mean, there are plenty of people that take improv. Like, yeah, it is a Tuesday thing. I, I do want to just have fun every now and again. Like, if there's some, if there's a student that's just mind-bogglingly, incredibly talented, yeah. and they're just like, eh, 
Like, no, come on, you're too good. But like, I mean, I let it go. Like, it's disappointing, but they got their own life. Yeah. Now, the big difference, I would say, not having gone through the Go sketch writing Mm -hmm. program and the Planet Ant, but from people I've talked to, is that Planet Ant... Uh, I'm the, actually really curious what their syllabus is. I've been meaning to talk to McGettigan about that. Yeah, you should oh, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, the classes start out much smaller. They yeah. limit them to six, and I think your cap is 12. We had eight. You were eight. We had eight. Oh, eight. Sorry. Eight. We dropped to six. We dropped to six. And the other thing, big difference I've heard is that they allow the writing, the, the, the writers are much more involved in, in the directing. Ca- directing and casting process. Uh, no, well, in the. As spoiler alert, in the casting process, it, the writers have a huge say. They do in the cast. Okay, but I made it that the director has the final say, mm-hmm. so that because they're all, they're having their friends audition. Yeah. So like, I'm like, you guys give me your opinion. Like we'll whittle it down to as like as few as possible, and then this way you guys have deniability so you aren't going to get in trouble with your buddy because you pushed as hard as you could but for whatever reason the chemistry of the group or how the you know what like this guy plays like this this guy also plays like this this guy hasn't had a shot yet let's give it to him yeah this way like nobody bothers the writers so like nobody is like dude did i get cast like tell me what's going on it like puts a buffer Mm. because if if they want to hate somebody they can hate me i don't care um, I think we were all used to be, like we didn't have that like we directly were responsible yeah. for casting and yeah I kind of liked having part of that there was no buffer yeah I and I mean disappointing people and I mean they do there is a lot of that like decision making like I mean last sketch show I worked on we had 45 50 people audition and mm-hmm. with the writers we whittled it down to I think 10 okay and plus it oh god it kills time it like it doesn't kill time it shortens it because like one guy's fighting for these two, and one guy's fighting for these two, and neither one of them are going to let up, no matter what I say. Mm-hmm. But I want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess the way we, the way we did it was we were at, each asked to make a list of like what our top five, yeah, top okay. five people that we liked from the auditions, and then we saw first we went through and saw how many of those people lined up. Okay, and that actually was a surprising, surprisingly yeah. high. Cool. And then in the end, it just came down to I think one or two people who were mm-hmm. on. That weren't our number ones, but were like number fives or like our, you know, alternate list. And we had told people too going in that, yeah, we're friends with you, but, you know, we're going to pick the right. Yeah. And I mean, there is an element. It was a little weird, but it was fine. Yeah. And I mean, there is an element of that. Like everybody knows going in that, yeah, like you're going to have to make a tough decision. But like there was a, a good long chunk of time where like I would get yelled at about like. Colony Fest winners or casting of shows or mm. anything like that. And I was like, motherfucker, I don't make the final. Dis- like, there yeah. are multiple people making these decisions. Yeah. Stop yelling at me, man. Like, I've, okay, yeah, I fought for you, but it didn't, we, we lost that yeah. one. And I got it enough that I was like, I don't want. See, I don't know. Yeah, that, that to me that's shitty. I would never go to like someone that I'm friends with that was a judge and be like, "Oh, come on, man, why wasn't I in there?" Because to me that I don't know. To me that's right. a bullshit move. Well, I mean, I'll do that to Campos. No, okay. like, <laughs> fuck you, Josh. You screwed this one. This is all your fault. I fuck you, Josh. I went out of my way to fuck you. Over. Yeah. Shout out, Josh. Um, <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Doug! It's Doug Colbich's birthday today. Oh, okay. shout out. Happy birthday. happy birthday, Doug. happy birthday, Doug. You're the best, Doug. He is. He's awesome. So the other thing is directing. Have you th- considered that? or Because Mike consistently, I will say during our class, he consistently mentioned you as someone at Go that knows how to direct. 
you know, and, and the fact that, uh, thanks buddy. Yeah. Also at the fact that, you know, you teach the class. Have mm-hmm. you ever thought about that when you, cause I know you don't necessarily direct the student show because you're teaching, but have you ever thought about, Oh, you, I, if I'm, if I'm teaching the sketch class, I direct, you the, do direct yeah, the show. Yeah. Have you ever, is there a philosophy as to why you don't, I mean, well, I will say, first of all, it's on unu- very unusual to have the writers direct yeah. in a sketch show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was an invaluable, I will also say that Mike allowing us to do so, uh, speaking for the members of the writing staff that aren't here, that it was an invaluable experience um, for that us. Is, like we learned so much, and it's not something. And that's but taught. like then did he? But he did he still have? Final? Yeah, yeah. He okay, was, okay. He was oh, overall, yeah. but he would like we yeah. were kind of like almost like like his assistants. Like he would let us like make moves, but he would correct us and say like, "Well, I don't think." You I feel like he did it in a way where he saw something was wrong, and then you would confirm. Us. He would ask us, okay. what is yeah. wrong about this?" Um, yeah, I don't know. Almost like, like shadowing. Sure. Um, I mean, the writers are, sort of act like AD on their own scenes, mm-hmm. especially like if something's got to get edited down because for whatever reason, I want to clear it with them if they're cool with it before I like do something. Yeah. I guess it's sort more of a have a cohesive vision. Mm-hmm. So like if it's still just the one person running things, um, yes, the writers have every opportunity to, for input but like at some point i, I gotta put a show up yeah so at some point everybody shut up and just do what i say okay um with with love yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> well that was kind of similar for us everyone had yeah. some input and, yeah you know. but i mean um, we gotta get definitely at the final say yeah um but yeah like the closer a show gets to opening night the more i say no mm. nothing ever opens finished it just opens on time yeah you're out of time um, yeah and which that probably extends that extends all the way up to the pro level oh yeah the way you have it set right now is the way you plan to keep it though like the the the, the sketch, the sketch and, 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 uh, no gary and i were just talking the other day about possibly tweaking the program because mm. yeah i mean there are some exercises that work but i think there's got to be something better out there yeah i mean he's got so many plates spinning right now with regards to the training center that and his work at pointless and his work at pointless and his you know actual life yeah shout out gary shout uh out. Shout, out. shout out to our teach that like it's one of those we'll talk about it eventually yeah kind of thing so like nothing is ever set in stone like the improv syllabus at go is like slowly changing like with like i think what is it? Advanced one and advanced four just got an overhaul. Oh, okay, we're in advanced one right now, and yeah, we're like really Gary, we're really enjoying. Gary did a overhaul on both of those. I think mm-hmm. he's like taking his time, like making sure he changes one, makes sure it works, lets it go for a little while, then he changes another one, does the same thing over and again. Yeah. Um, As a group together, we've never had a class with side coaching in it. Okay. Uh, though some of us individually have had it, Jim most notably, but Gary does a lot of that, like breaking in on scenes. Okay. And, stuff, and I really enjoy that. Cool. And I've never had it before, so... I don't know if that's new, but I like it. I do both, Mm -hmm. depending on the group. Like, I'm a much bigger believer in I want to watch you fail. That's not what I mean. I want you to figure it out. You want to see how you make choices. Yeah, I want to see how they're going to, like, if they fall into a trap, how they're going to get themselves out of it. Yeah. But I'll also do side coaching if necessary, if that's, like, what that group specifically calls for to help them. So is that... Part of the syllabus or just part of the teaching style? It's up teaching to the style. Like there are some exercises that are like do heavy side coaching. And I'm like, nah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? They instruct you to do side coaching? Uh, for some exercises, yeah. yeah. Um, for other exercises, not so much. Mm. Um, but each teacher is you know, going to do their own thing. But yeah, I usually will let them kind of stumble around in the dark to find it. 
and then talk afterwards. Yeah, um, it's like you're feeling scared, right? I'll show yeah. you the way out. Yeah, that was creepy. I know that was my intent. Uh, no, my my teaching style is more. I'm sitting, going, "Oh man, wow!" Oh, <laughs> just open, slowly mocking him. You fucked that up, yeah. didn't you? All right. <laughs> I had fake popcorn just then. Like, I felt like the I audience could peanuts. hear it. Yeah, I thought it was peanuts. Yeah, yeah, he's got a slight allergy mm-hmm. and, um, and intolerance. Yeah, I have a slight object work intolerance. Yeah. <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> talking about, we haven't talked much about your brother, but yeah. like I said before at the top, you're one of the few regularly performing performing sibling duos mm-hmm. like the brothers jake oaks what is it what's your relationship like and what's it like performing with your brother uh it's miserable yeah <laughs> and he makes me do it okay and someone help me mm. call the police <laughs> what we're great we're it's we're brothers like, were you close we, growing up yeah okay. yeah we were all the three of us were all very close okay um i mean we had like you know moments i mean did you get beat up a lot by him no once that's it just once wow. and it was on accident and then he put his head through a window. And then I put his head through a window. No, oh, we were, he was the kid. We were wrestling uh, just because that's what kids do. Sure. And I did something that upset him. And so he pulled his arm back to punch me. And when he did that, he took my sister's front teeth out with his elbow on, oh. on, on accident. Oh, baby teeth. Yeah. yeah, baby teeth. Oh, okay. Um, but he knocked out two of her teeth and then... His reaction to that was to pull his fist as fast forward as possible to get away from Julie and pop me in the mouth and knocked out a couple of teeth. Wow. Whoa. That was the only time we ever actually fought. That's and it was straight up on accident. It was like... It's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. It was like, this was an accident. And then he was like, oh my God, I hurt my sister. I got to get as far away from her as possible. I don't want to punch my brother in the face. <laughs> Did he start crying? I don't remember. Oh, okay. How old were you guys? 19? 18? Yeah. This yeah. was last week. Okay. Um... I don't know. I was probably ten. Maybe okay. I'd be younger. Maybe seven or eight. He must have gotten in so much trouble. But that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty unusual. Like to only beat up. Yeah. A younger I mean, we once. we butt head like now we butt heads occasionally. Yeah. Is it weird working for? Because your brother is essentially like your boss, right? Te- he's, technically. Yeah. I mean, technically, Tommy's my boss. Okay. Um, but I answered it all of them. Yeah. But like my department head would be Tommy. Yeah. Um, but there are. The four of them are the owners, so I work for all of them. Mm -hmm. So we butt heads a lot, not like to the detriment of anything, but we do bickering, yeah, and like we have like we we have differing styles on how we get shit done. Yeah, I mean, Um, even your improv is different. Yeah, Um, and involves bickering a lot of the time. Involves bickering a lot of the time. He one of the oh man, one of the things he thinks time travel is possible, and I don't. And I feel I have very sound theory for why I'm right and he's an idiot. Yeah. You um, want to share that? Like you don't believe in time being able to fold upon itself or? No. Well, no. Because if you go, well, tec- okay, you could technically go forward in time. Yeah. But if I'm you do. I'm doing it right now. There you go. Mm. Like not incrementally. <laughs> John's, yeah. hair just, John's hair just turned completely white, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Like you can jump at like you know uh, like Back to the Future too. Yeah, sure, you can jump back forward in time. But if you jump forward in time, you're going to a time uh, where so let's say I, you jump forward in time 25 years. Yeah, you are going to a reality that for 25 years you didn't exist. Yeah, so you'll never actually see your future because if you remove yourself from the I present, see. I see. Blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, the reason that you can't go back is shit i don't remember because it would it would like it would have already it's happened you would already known about it it was already like you would already have known that you did it so it's a paradox yeah mm-hmm. and he loves 
fucking with me about it. Yeah. So we did a set one time where he took my opinion on uh. time travel <laughs> and I was forced to argue his side and I was so mad at him afterwards. And he got that shit-eating grin on his face the whole set like, I got you, you fucker. It's like, oh, you bastard. Um but do you normally do you like enjoy performing with him? Oh yeah, absolutely. Other? I mean, even even when we're fucking with each other, it's fun. Yeah. Like I, I is he your favorite person to improvise with? Or fuck no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. I mean, he's okay. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so for human amusements, you're are you just officially the like the stage manager? I am. Productions, I am. Or are you in there? I don't know. I'm a satellite member. Okay. Because you're on their Snapchats. Yeah. Yes. Occasionally I am on the Snapchats. Follow Snapchat. Add uh, Cuban Amusements on Snapchat. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, when it when they started it, I kind of helped them get along and then... Get I, along? Like, get moving. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, they all hated they each all other. They all hated each other. Like, guys, I know all about this. I have a couple I am the Charlie. I, I hated these people when I first started. I am Charlie and they are my angels. Mm-hmm. And I brought these people who disliked each other together. Yeah. No. Um, when you Jen only and, talk to them by phone. I know that's yes. true. When Jen and Chris were first working on it, I helped them out a little bit. And then I ended up always stage managing. I'm like mostly the stage manager. Yeah. Finally, you're telling everybody, don't do what I did. You should yep. have a backup plan. You should not do improv full time. So as someone that does improv full-time, do you have a backup plan, or where do you see yourself going after 17 years in? I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, Have you thought about trying something else, or? No. Okay. Or going somewhere else? It would have to be an unbelievably big offer to get me out of state. Um, Give me a number. <laughs> uh, I got this Chaldean rapper. Oh my god! Yeah, I think we were talking about the same He's guy. He's looking for a road manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> back in the day, it was like the dream was you get Second City main stage, and then you go to Chicago and you do Second City main, you do Second City and stuff there. To clarify, were you on the main stage? At the I was never officially Nova? a, a okay. main stage cast. Okay, which sucks because I love that place, and I was there from like '99 to when it closed in '04, and yeah. there is no documentation of me having anything to do with Second City. When Second City to Detroit closed, uh, Susie and I had a friend who was stage managing for Second City Vegas, hmm. and she hooked us up with an audition to join the cast. And the gig was like, you'll get cast in the show and then you'll be performing a couple times a week and i was going to help create the vegas sketch program i'd be you know performing twice a week and teaching five nights a week and the money would be rolling in and then yeah. we went out and we auditioned and then the offer they gave us was a spot in a rotating cast where we might perform once every couple weeks mm. and after five or six months of us having been out there then we'd talk the sketch program and i was like well i'm not going to uproot my family for that yeah. and I'm, i got the ant i don't need to go to a city i hate yeah to occasionally do improv when i can be home and surrounded by my family and friends and i get i got the ant i got the ant every week um, Vegas is a, it seems like a tough place to live. I hate, I hated Vegas. Yeah, fuck was, you, Vegas. I, I mean, I go there. Shout out Vegas. Yeah, shout out Vegas. I go, I go there every year, but I could never live there. Yeah, that was the one time we went. What their original offer was, I yeah. would totally have taken them up. Oh, okay. It. But it wasn't, so we came back. And like, yeah, LA sounds fun, but like, um, this is a cool, com- this is an incredible community, and it's bigger than it ever was, and I'm happy that I'm a part of it. Like, I would very happily be standing there for the ants you know 40th anniversary and goes 20th and yeah comedy sports is math 
15th or whatever that is. Have and they like, been around that long? No, they've only been around for a couple of years, like oh, okay. down the road. Like Go, yeah, yeah. Go is going to celebrate 10 years in this year's eight. So okay. in two years, it's going to be the ten, Go is going to be, have been around for 10 years. Yeah. And the ant just celebrated 20. And I want to be around for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love helping build the community up. And my only regret at this point is that I don't get to see more stuff. Like I don't get to see monster noises because yeah. I'm working and I don't get to go to the ant because it's my night off. And I, if it's my night off, so yeah, most of the yeah. time I'm teaching Mondays. Yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could go see comedy sports. I wish I was doing a show every fucking night at, at uh, pointless, like, yeah. or at least going to see those shows. <laughs> like I could not see fish dinner, any of them. Um, um, he might be putting it on at uh, the tipping point theater. That would be awesome. Yeah, More than likely, it, yeah. I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. When my wife does shows at the ring wall, like I've, it's gotta, I've gotta fucking move heaven and earth just to be able to take one night off so that yeah. I can go see a show. James well, talked about that a lot too, like when he was when he know, was house manager. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of how James and I got so close because we were. He's basically my work wife. Yeah, that's because we started doing Go Labs and X Factory. But uh, yeah, like I wish I could see more, and I, there are people that I don't get to see as much anymore, and I miss them terribly. Like yeah. I don't. Now it's I get to see Davies like every couple months if I'm lucky, and I used to see him every Monday, and yeah. like he and I used to. I we both had something to do with coming up with Colony Fest. So like yeah. Colony Fest oh, okay. was a week of just me and Dave, and mm. I fucking loved it. It was like my Super Bowl twice a year. Yeah, but I don't I don't get to see him anymore. I don't get to see Margaret nearly as much, and I don't get to see like any of those guys because I can't make it to the Ant. And so it's frustrating. But at the same time, I love that there's so much going on that I don't have the time to go see everything. Yeah. Because the community is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's awesome. It's like uh, I went to, when I went to high school, I had ninety nine people in my class, mm-hmm. um, and there are people that went to high school with my wife that she has never met mm-hmm. because her graduating class was so enormous. Yeah. So the improv community has always been to me basically like my high school. It was everybody knew everybody and everybody worked together and everybody did shows and stuff. Yeah. And I was way fucking bigger than that, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, now you've come back to the high school to teach. Yeah. You're like Screech. I'm like Screech. Mm-hmm. I got fired from my high school. Wow. They hired me to, like, two years after I graduated high school, they fired or they hired me to come in to help with the theater program, and then they fired me because they said I was a threat to get them all drunk and high, even though I didn't drink or smoke. Wow. Is there any place you haven't been fired from that you've worked? Not yet. Not go yet, right? Yeah, uh, they'll hire you back. They, they, they can't fire me. Yeah. My mom will get on them. No, yeah. uh, actually, I shit. No, I got fired from Jimmy John's. Uh, oh, you worked at Jimmy John's. I worked at Jimmy John's. So for like did five, Heather and John. Which ones? Uh, I worked at several. The one I was the GM of was at uh, Nine in Greenfield. Who was it? The dickhead who owns Royal Oak, or was it the guy? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I love that guy too. Oh yeah. I did Wayne State. So oh, he sucks. The, his com- competition. Who owns all the other Jimmy Johns? The ones on the east side. Yeah, and like in they own the there's a one in Novi that they own. They're the the family I grew up with. Oh, okay. Uh, they own like 16 Jimmy Johns franchises. Like oh, there's really? one by Hazel Park or the the racetrack. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They own that one. Do they own the one on Woodward that just opened up? That might be. Asshole. That's probably Cliff. Okay. Cause fuck that guy. Sorry, okay. I'm cool. He's cool. I'm sure he's fine. Fuck Cliff. Hey, yeah. shout out Cliff. Shout out. 
<laughs> yeah, shout out. You know, um, the longer I worked there, the less I, less I thought it was his fault, and the more I thought it was the guy he had running everything. Uh, well, Jimmy John himself is an enormous prick. He is, but he did give me. Oh wait, no, you said no shade. Haircut. You what? said no, sh- no well, shade. Well, no improv shade, so that's fine. Cool, because his kids are fat, pretentious, self-absorbed. They think they own the world. Assholes. <laughs> when I met him, he drove a car that looks like it was a old like Firebird. It looks like Kit. Then he got out, and he looks like a fatter version. Of, uh, he's a Knight. walrus. He's an inor- He's a fucking. J- oh God! Fuck but he was like all version of Michael styles. Knight. I yeah, thought I was watching the reboot Does he have- of uh, Knight Rider. Does Dude, he have a perm? I think he still yes. does. Oh, yeah. I think when he cool. when we yeah. opened the no when we opened the Jimmy John's Novi store, we couldn't opening day. We couldn't unlock the front door because the picture of Jimmy John that has to hang in every franchise restaurant. The guy who helped train us was positive it was crooked by an inch and made somebody drive to a, a hardware store and get a, a fucking protractor uh-huh. to make sure that it was level. And I was like, fucker, it's level. Let's open. Yeah. We had to fucking wait because his picture has to be level and in a prominent position. And we had to... Do they still have, make you guys listen to those shitty music CDs? Uh, now they have uh, some service. Oh, okay. They would, every month, they would, you would get in the mail a, CD, a mixed disc. Oh. Of music that was the oh, no. only thing you were allowed to listen Jimmy to. Jimmy John's like has his own internet channel. Of course he does. What a prick. Um, I worked at Little Caesars that did that with music, and we always yeah. had to listen to step by step by New we Kids used on the Block. To listen to like <laughs> our our bosses like iPod, and then they put in like a standard Ugh. classic um, rock. But yeah, so I got I got fired from Jimmy John's. I got fired. I worked at Buddy's Pizza for a long time. Um, Which I quit. one? The in uh, thirteen in Northwestern. Uh, oh, okay, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah. shout out Dan Bachman, right, uh, right near the Guitar Center. Yeah, and at buddies, I quit. I got fired. I quit. <coughs> yeah, I quit. I got fired. I quit. Mm. Um, and prior, no, after I got fired, when I came back, I would always get fake fired. So if a oh, like, customer, the, like a customer oh, got upset and they wanted to blame somebody, they would fire me in front of the customer. The mm. customer would leave and they'd be like, just go wait in the office for five minutes. <laughs> um, second CD, I got, I got fired. Inferno, I got laid off. Yeah, You were fired twice from Second although, although I technically didn't work for the Inferno. Yeah, yeah I got fired a bunch from Second CD. Yeah. I was an adult softball league umpire for a summer and did one gig and quit. Ah, there we go. I quit once. All right. Yeah. 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 Um, I worked for the Matrix Theater in Mexican Town. Uh, I got laid off, but then they offered me a similar position, basically doing the exact same thing for a third of the price uh, because of funding. And I said no, and they made me sign a document that said that I was quitting of my own accord so I wouldn't get unemployment. So I quit fired from the matrix. Resigned. Resigned. Yeah. I resigned. I, I quit. I fired, resigned. I both. Um, but yeah, I think I've been almost fired from everything except for the softball thing. Cause yeah, you get fired from everything, right? Or wait, which one of you keeps having different jobs? That's Jim and John though. Oh, Jim they is, they both stabilize. I don't get fired. I do very well at these jobs and then I get bored and then I yeah, that, just Jim's leave. Yeah, Jim's a quitter. Fair enough. John also I put quit. in like two months notice every time. John, I never even put in notice though. I just yeah. go, mm, this weekend. I only get fired when I hurt myself with the racers. That's true. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I think it's time to fire Pete from this podcast. Uh, or lay him off. But no, seriously, it's been great having you here. Yeah, are you, you going to be doing stuff at Diff or? Uh, yeah, I'm the, the tech, tech, I think I'm the technical director. I run... 
all the audio shit okay. and stuff. Like I still, I still technically work for Tommy, but um, I think uh, the brothers Jacobs is playing. Or I know that one. Okay. I, I, must, I think I'm doing a couple other things, but I don't know because I haven't seen the schedule yet. All right. Yeah. If you got a chance to have him in a, as a teacher in a sketch class, you should definitely do that. If you see him, I'd go kind of get a lay of the land, see how friendly he looks. Mm-hmm. Just don't uh, talk to me. Yeah. Maybe mention something about star Wars, you know, some kind of uh, angle to it or, or maybe you mentioned him. You heard him on this podcast and then he liked it or that you, that you liked how he hated us. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> anyway, let's give a, a hand for Pete Jacobs, everybody. Yay! Now we move on to the non-Pete portion of the show where Pete fades to the back line. Uh, but he is welcome to take part. Because this is where I'm going to get pissed. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. The part where yeah. Pete gets angry and he can yell at us. <laughs> so, But I think, you know, it's been a very emotional roller coaster of a time recounting the, the trials and tribulations and firings and resignings of uh, one Pete Jack Oaks. So with all I those didn't realize I got fired so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could help you out. So that's what this podcast is all about, self-realization. And with that, let's move to a segment where Heather you know, realizes all the emotions she has in a segment we like to call. Well, you know, we've been singing Heather's feelings, but maybe we should try it like more like a monster truck rally. So I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna try it. So you got like I'll say, feelings, uh, feelings, feelings, feelings. Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, like Heather, <laughs> can you do a Heather Heather's feelings in a like yeah. a monster truck announcer voice? Yeah, Pete? Sunday at the Silverdome. Oh no, Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, yeah, Monday at the Silverdome. Heather's feelings. Yeah, we'll sell you a seat, but you'll only need the air. Yeah, Heather's feelings. <laughs> it's gonna explode in our faces. <laughs> Heather's feelings. Oh yeah. Brought to you by the riff. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Oh, God. I can't even do it. You can probably try it. Can you do a bit like Arthur Penhollow? Baby. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that was pretty good. I said before the podcast, you should have, like, you should explore that. That should be your <laughs> secondary career of, like, yeah. doing voiceover work. I think Heather's having a feeling. Heather, are you? How, what are your feelings this week? You know what? I was going to talk about the other thing I talked about before, okay. but I decided I don't care about that. You don't want us to interpret your dreams? No, you can, but no, I don't no. know if we, that, that might be longer than we want it to okay. be. Okay. Um, I am very open to it, but um. So what I was thinking. Third guest to get up during the middle of recording and just go to the. It's, a, it's just my feelings. It's just my feelings. It's just my feelings. It's just my feelings. No, what I was going to talk about um was on Saturday. Me and Audra went to the um, special drag show that they had at Go Comedy. Oh, okay. And mm. it was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fabulous. I, I saw pictures and everyone looked gorgeous. They did. Now, let me ask you something. One question I had, there were a couple of women uh-huh. that were dressed up as women. Yes. Now, is that really drag? Um, I guess Because they weren't, because there's drag kings where... Right. Women dress up as men. I don't know. Um, so what do you call that? Well, they were just in the drag show. Stylistically, it seems correct. Involved in the drag show. I did the tech for it. Okay. So what would like when women dress up, but they're not dressing up as they're just dressing up as women? Yeah. What do you call that? It's still drag. Are they? I think the goal is to dress as if you're a, a dress a woman dressing as if a, you're a man dressing, dressing as, a, as woman. a woman. Okay. So just like you know. Being extra sparkly. It's a style. A style. Okay. I had a yeah. question about that. Yeah, it looked very... Uh, uh, I really enjoyed Matt Noss's beard. Like, he had a picture on Instagram of it. Yes. Uh, he like did not like shave a, his beard. He just dyed it purple. Yeah, or like purple. painted it purple. Sister, sister. Sister, sister, yeah. And uh, I, I particularly enjoyed that look. And uh, Heather... Uh, 
I can never pronounce Sejnow. it. Sejnowski? Yep. Okay, Sejnowski. I really enjoyed her get up because she had like a weird like fit, she false eyelash. Her eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah and she had like, like anime eyes. Yeah. Gary was, makes a very handsome woman. I'm not yes. going to lie. He told us in class. Yeah, I was, so it was real fun to see Gary because um, he's our teacher right now. And they raised a thousand dollars, I believe. Yeah, they I thought did. it was over that. Right? Yeah, okay. I think it was over a thousand. Okay, so congratulations raised. to them. That was for a good cause. And yeah, it was a really fun show. I told them that I want them to do it all the time, but Gary said once a year is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would but, agree. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun, and um, did anyone attend in drag? No, uh, not the show. That I know okay. of. Was it a big crowd or? It was sold out. Yeah, okay. both, cool. both of them were sold out. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, shout out to all those guys. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out. Oh, uh, I'm supposed to say shout out to Juicy Steak. Shout oh. out to Juicy Steak. Yeah, get it trending. Shout okay. out to Juicy Steak. Hashtag oh. Juicy Steak. Hashtag oh. Juicy Steak. Shout out JC. Mm-hmm. JS. <laughs> Listen, I'm sick. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I love the uh, pause. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about good old Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, just re- real quick. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so my my wife's brother uh, passed away when uh, she was 12. Okay. Uh, and so she has a lot of uh, memories in regards to her brother uh, that she holds very sacred. Um, was he older or younger? He was much older. He was 12 years younger than she was. Okay. Um, he died in a car accident. Oh, okay. Um, not to be like cavalier, but yeah. oh, whatever. He did a car accident. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, one of the uh, so, like all these movies that are now like celebrating their whatever anniversary, uh, she'll comment on them. So and Lauren Kozlowski, shout out Lauren. Yeah. Shout out Juicy Steak. He loves to shit on movies. Yeah. Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Loves I, it. He's done that on the Matt uh, Nas podcast, and yeah, he's actually coming on here in a couple of weeks, probably. We Good. Uh, so he and he loves fucking with Susie for some reason yeah. so like she posted something about super he loves giving her shit about the movie Super 8 but it's like the 30th anniversary of Goonies and he's like oh god that that crap movie what? Uh, he hates Goonies yeah oh, he hates god. everything mm. uh, he just loves to hate he does but then he loves like randomly awful movies he does um, apparently though he does love Gremlins so we got that going for us okay. um, but uh, so he starts like shitting on her on Facebook and she, he's like, well, what's your favorite part? The, 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 the scene where the kids are running and screaming, the, kids, the scene where the kids are standing and screaming. And she said, <laughs> she said, my favorite part is that my brother took me to see it. And then, and then I got a text from Lauren, and he was like, when your wife kills me, will you please make sure that it is fast? Because I don't want to be tortured. And I was like, yeah, buddy. Uh, and then a little time goes by, and he goes, her brother passed away, right? <laughs> Like I think he was about to say something and then changed his mind. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he did when she was twelve, and he was like, oh man, I'm like, dude, you're fine, don't worry about it. And then fifteen, like it was the, it was like you pausing to change it to JC, fifteen minutes of nothing, and then he just went, well, did her brother take her to any good movies? I was like, Jesus Christ, Lauren, (laughs) he had to say it to. He had to. He had it in his. He had it in his brain, Uh. and he had to get it out. (laughs) <laughs> I respect more, Lauren more for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say he like backtracked. You know? Oh no 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 no! He oh, stands yeah. his ground. Yeah, can't be yeah. bullied. God, that's amazing. Anyway, Heather, you have any more uh, feelings about the the drag show or? I was just very impressed. It was very impressive. Mm-hmm. And was it drag themed in any way, or just happened to be people in drag doing a showdown? It was a full drag show. It was oh, a but, drag show. Yeah, it was an they, improv drag show. Yeah, improv drag show. So okay. they had like. 
each person um, lip sync to a song because that's what you would see at a regular drag show. Okay. And then... I've only ever been to one drag show. Okay. Did they lip sync to songs? They did. It was in San Francisco. Yeah. So um, they had that and then they did like games like you would see in the showdown. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one I went to was actually a celebrity drag show. So there's oh. like, you know, Diana Ross and Cher. Oh. The Diana Ross was particularly... I have a picture somewhere, but I was like on point. I Legit. Love, I love drag queens. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about you. Really? Yeah. Oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Did Jimmy have anything to mention this week? How's We haven't talked to you about real estate in a while. How's that going? Do we talked talk? about it. We have talked about it. It's going good. Okay. I just, so want Pete, I just want Pete to get mad about something, you know? No. Oh, yeah. Jim takes a lot of really nice pictures of houses. That's true. Yeah, I've been doing more of that. Mm. Mm. John, you have a fact of the week? I do. Uh, traditional circus clowns are derived from Irish stereotypes. <laughs> well. Which I've heard there is no Irish. None. Um, you have the bushy red hair, white skin, a gin blossom nose, drunken behavior, and patch clothing. All Irish stereotypes. You're talking about that clown that comes out of the sewer drain or whatever. <laughs> oh, and it that was so scary. When Tim Curry. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Shout that out was, Tim Curry. I still remember that TV movie where he's like walking on the street, and then it was like that sewer where the grate is on the side. I'm in built. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can see him looking at him. That scared the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> that scared me more than reading the book. Anyway, <laughs> that's your fact of ch- the week. I, that was a good fact of the week because it made me a little afraid. Okay. Oh, do you guys know the word punum? Oh. Uh, yeah, the Jewish yeah. word, the Yiddish word. For like face, like mm-hmm. look at that punim. Yep. Hmm. Uh, I was hosting the showdown once and Chris Fortin, shout out Chris. Shout, uh, shout out. He's still mad at me for this. They were doing layers and I, he was round one. I was like, all right, everybody, this is Chris. Uh, look at this face. Look at this punim. You guys are going to get used to this face. Here's how layers works. The next day he posts on Facebook, what was that word you called me? And I was like, punim. He thought I dropped like a gay slur. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, because I've been secretly intolerant my whole life, and I chose to let you know in front of a sold-out audience, you idiot. What? And, wait, what gay slur begins with P? No, he thought punum was a gay slur because <laughs> he didn't know what the word was. Uh, so he probably like wait. He, oh, I was gonna say he's not Jewish. Like I don't that but boggles my mind. So he, he and he stewed on it. Like, he was taken aback, and then he took him at least 12 hours to think about it before he asked me, in a public forum, what the word was, and he was convinced that I, I, yeah, I just dropped a gay slur. (laughs) It's like, yeah, because I'm in Ferndale... And I'm going to show you how intolerant I am of homosexuals. I just imagine him like the first time he heard that, like a Jewish grandma, like, look at that little poodle. Yeah. You know, he's like, fuck you, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I have been hate crime my whole life. <laughs> that is so funny. I like. I don't understand why he would make that connection, though. I don't know. Like I think Because he didn't know what the word meant. I guess, but I don't know. I guess if you watch a lot of movies, which I, which I do, or TV shows, yeah. like you hear people, or like comedy, like you see a lot of Jewish... Shit, context clues. Yeah. I grabbed his face. Yeah. That's well, that's homophobic. That is, mm-hmm. yeah. A face grab? Come on. Well, well, now we're dating, yeah, so it's okay. okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're going to wrap it up. Jim, why don't you grab that guitar? Do you guys want to talk for another couple hours? No. I was hoping that we'd say something that would make you angry. Oh, try. How much do you like, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you hated us going into it, uh, is it is it ten? Is it like going past ten? <laughs> totally. Or is it lowered? Be careful with these scales. You know how they activate. Yeah, Heather. that's true. Well, you're not asking me. Yeah. 
So wait, go back, ask it again. So we're assuming that you hit us like on a scale of one to ten, ten being that you despise us. Okay, and I that, don't. Okay, so ten. So has it? What is it lowered to after? Oh, that? I've oh. already. I, I already don't give a shit. Like okay. I, it was. It, it was. I, I d- didn't. I. I never hated you. It I'm frustrated me. Yeah. At what point did you get so frustrated? You just went rage quit. Mm. At the, I stopped listening to the to Bob's episode of the podcast and i was like i'm never gonna listen to this shit show again because he didn't give a shit about what we were talking about no well because i was was giving him shit for not for not saying anything so whatever but like i was like who the fuck are these people that they think that they can just like tell mcgettigan to fuck off when he's giving them like valuable information (laughs) and then that wasn't all of us yeah but then when i when i stopped (laughs) when i started listening again I was like, oh, this is really cool. And like, because however the shit you start, the last in jam thing that you say at the beginning of the podcast. The what? What do you say at the beginning of the podcast? Play oh, play us in. in. Play us in. It yeah. sounds like you say listen, Jim. Yeah, nobody can understand you. Oh, really? You but I didn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't know until <laughs> somebody's episode. Maybe it was Davies. Because you said, I would normally say play us in, but we I forgot the guitar. And I was like, that's what he said? I had oh. no idea. Yeah, it sounds like you're know. saying listen, Jim. Wow. Okay, well, yeah, just to listen. clarify, I'm saying at the beginning, listen, I'm saying, Jim. play us in, play us in, Jim. And then at the end, I say, play us out, Jim. Okay. But then, so then I hate it. So then I hate you guys. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hate you guys. I was annoyed and I thought, okay, I don't have any interest in meeting these people. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Even though technically we had already met at that, yeah, yeah, we met a couple multiple times. times. You were always nice to my face, so I appreciate that. I'm, I, I try to be nice to everybody's yeah. face. I try to be nice. I'm a nice person, damn it. Yeah, I just don't like people. Yeah, um, but then the more I listened to your your episodes, the more I was like, oh, these guys are cool. All right, I, I would enjoy sitting down and having a conversation. And did you? Well, it was just me talking for three hours. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah, so I feel bad because like I didn't get to like we didn't have a conversation. You all just sat there and listened to you know, me. You know what's interesting? I noticed that of all our guests, the whole Human Amusements crew that we've uh, had on, like Chris, Matt, Travis, and Joe, uh, and you, have all commented on that. Like, oh well, I feel weird. You know, you know, doing we're doing all the talking. Actually, Travis and Joe didn't do that, but they don't. Yeah, the, the other three, they're did. bastards. Yeah, the other three, uh, the three of you. We're like, yeah, but no, I mean, that's really what people want to hear. I mean, we had we did three seasons or so of uh, just us talking with no guests. So, mm-hmm. and well, I think people liked it because, like I said, just like you don't know yeah. like, that new generation, the new generation doesn't know a lot about you. And, and I, think I, I, think, I actually think it's interesting that the, the more I listen to you guys, if it's someone who's been around longer, you guys don't do bits. And then if it's somebody who's kind of like of mm-hmm. your generation or like a little bit older, it's just nonstop fucking oh, yeah. bits. Oh, I, yeah, I started yeah. listening to Jason and Moni's and like, like, Jason, how'd you get your start? Five minutes of bits later. Yeah. And then I took my first class. <laughs> uh, oh, you should have just listened to the one with Nancy Hayden. We were just scared to death. Yeah. yeah. And like the same thing with Margaret. All of you are like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Oh my god. So good. You're absolutely right, Dave Davies. Oh god. Don't I did don't. a Mar- I did a bit with Margaret. She did not appreciate it. Yeah. What was the bit? Uh they were talking about like leaders and I'm like, Oh, you mean like the head bat? She's like, What? I'm like, Yeah, the flock of bats. There's one that always leads it. And she just bat. she just throws immediate shit. She's like, shade. Is that true? I'm like, No. And she's like <laughs> She's like, That's what? kinda of, that's very off putting. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tony does that to every guest. <laughs> yeah, but I'm being I'm being ironic about it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I 
um, Margaret, uh, Margaret <laughs> shut down is like one of the best. That uh, and my wife too. Like she will shut people down. Yeah. With a look. And it's a just, I can't get enough of it. It's so awesome. Mar- Margaret praised my side eye and I was very, felt good about it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, no, a good side eye can get you, can get you very far in this way. Yeah. A month and a half ago, I had a massive anxiety attack. Hmm. Uh, which was terrifying because that never happened to me before. Oh, really? Yeah. What brought it on? I have no idea. I was sitting on my couch. I got. I stood up to go make dinner, and then I thought I was having a heart attack. Hmm. Um, but I went into the doctor, and they made me take this uh, called a GAD test. Okay. And it's like it's uh, to test to see, like based on symptoms, if you have anxiety. Um, and like it's six sentences, and then you mark it one, two, three, three being all the time, one yeah. being not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read it, and I was like. Damn, wait, did you just ask my friends to describe me in one sentence? Because this is just a three across the board, lady. Yeah. It's like easily irritable, annoyed at work. It was like, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Do you sleepwalk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another sign of anxiety. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got all the, yeah, I've dropped 45 pounds in two years. Wow. Uh, and it's because of anxiety. Hmm. Um, I thought you were going to say sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so much exercise. He sleepwalks on a treadmill. When I'm yeah. awake, I get I don't have time to work out. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. sleepwalk on a treadmill and I lose so much weight. Yeah. Um, Did they give you anything for anxiety? Or? Yes. I don't remember the name. It starts with an S. It's basically Zoloft. Sounds good. Mm. Sleep and all. <laughs> yes. Sleep it's called sleep and all. <laughs> Uh, no, I've like flooded, I've flooded the apartment we live in now and I've flooded my parents' house because I slept, walked, turned on the shower, got uh, back in bed and then woke up to like floor damage. Wow. Um, yeah, I used to sleepwalk all the time as a kid. Yeah, I do it constantly. What really helped for me was going to bed and getting up at the same time no matter what, even if I have trouble sleeping. Yeah. That really cut it back like 90 some percent. Yeah, it it hasn't happened as much recently because yeah, I set my sleep schedule because I had to get the kid up for school. Yeah, because this was her first year for school. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it hasn't happened as much. Yeah, um, my, my parents always used to tell me stories. Like I'd walk down in the morning when I was a kid all the time. My parents would just look at me and start laughing. Yeah, I'm like, what? They're like, you don't remember what happened? I'm like, no. And then they just talk about how I'd be like playing soccer in my sleep and just like you kick it come on pass the ball what's wrong with you yeah. like when i was a little kid and stuff yeah like no that. my wife my wife will give me daily updates about, yeah. my, about my fucked up sleepwalking she'll yeah. be like you know what you did last night I'm like oh shit what yeah um i punched my mom once damn yeah little tony uh, he's got balls tony uh, my yeah. mother-in-law was in town la two weeks ago and i apparently and she stays with us when she's in town she lives yeah. she lives in uh, shout out Mother-in-law. Shout uh, out. Shout out. Shout out, M.I.L. Did I beat Travis and Joe yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, we shit, passed yeah. that a long time Fuck ago. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck you too, Joe. Shout out, Travis and Joe. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but like, I guess I woke up to her saying, Peter, what are you doing? And I looked and I was standing next to the couch and she was reading a book and I was like in my underwear and I was like, <laughs> I don't, I was going to, I don't, um, I just turned around and went back to bed because yeah, I, like, I have no explanation. So many, so many stories like that. Yeah. Like walking in my parents' room or just being out in the hallway. And they're like, they're like, what? And then... I was always just embarrassed. Like I'd be standing there going like... Super what? embarrassed. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Last week, I apparently got up in the middle of the night, crawled over my wife, went into the corner of our bedroom and took a leak. <laughs> and then she was like, dude, P- Peter, stop it. You're sleepwalking. And I just, I was like, I got it. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. Um, 
but like she'll tell me stories like or i'll wake up in the morning and like the bath mat is gone and the shower curtain is gone and like a bunch of towels are missing and i was like oh shit what did i do and she's like you just walked into the bathroom and just tried to go to the bathroom and just kept spinning in a circle and pissing on everything i was like i am so and i feel awful I feel so fucking bad when it happens. Yeah. Even if like I don't do anything, like if I go to bed and then I wake up on the couch, I'm like, oh shit, I've done something horrible. Yeah. I'm going to get a debriefing and it's going to be bad. And it's like, no, you just moved to the couch. Yeah. And it's still like, ah, I, and then you peed on it. So. Yeah. And then you peed on it. Mm-hmm. I just hate, I hate not knowing that I did something mm-hmm. or like that I'm capable of. Yeah. It's terrifying. <coughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no. no, nothing. We'd like to you know, look for people Jack Oaks at Diff coming up uh, in August. Yep, go and see Plot Twist. Plot Twist opening June 23rd. June 23rd. Shout out Juicy Steak. Shout out Juicy Steak. Hashtag JC. 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 Yes. Let's hope we all feel better next week. We'll recover from our respective illnesses. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for being honest. I think that was an interesting perspective we'd never heard before. Cool. So, yeah. no, I enjoyed it. Four, the wizard, the handsome Jim Harper, the warrior, John Yar, <laughs> the main true, Heather Anonymous. I'm your host, Tony Augusti, saying, taking care to enunciate, play us out, Jim. Out ye after improv show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.